this is Dale Dudley. The spirits industry is one of the very few industries not severely impacted by COVID. As a matter of fact, sales have increased. My friends at 2XL Swagger Brands here in Austin have created cutting-edge aphrodisiac alcohol products for him and her. The world's most seductive spirit brands. Pink Kitty and Easy Rhino liqueurs. 35% alcohol by volume. Be an early investor. Invest now at Swagger Brands. Just go to startengine.com slash the number 2XL. That's startengine.com slash 2XL. That's right. Dale Dudley, Bob Fonseca, Funny Man, Matt Bearden, Daniel Gallo, Chewy El Dorado. Your goons of your afternoons. The award-winning Texas Radio Hall of Fame inducted Dudley and Bob with Matt Radio Program. And it starts right now. I, I don't know when, when to start talking on the new intro. When, I, when you hear that, when you hear Jetpack Man. You used to do a huge intro for me, and it makes me feel like I really failed. We're not in mornings anymore. Oh, we're getting but, right to it these days. Yeah. So. And it starts right now. Today, Rolling Stones tickets. I don't know if I'll have any more after today. And uh, I forgot what it's calling this thing. And then today, I, I've called it three things. It happens. I'm calling it the Stones Undercover today, which okay. is. Uh, it's going to be, well, you'll get it when we get there. And that's, pr- I'm going to try to do it on time today, probably between 4.45 and 5 o'clock. Matthew Electrician is here and standing by, and you may ne- have never heard of Matthew Electrician um, because he sounds like a guy who's just trying to get on the air with his music, but he is actually a well-known singer-songwriter, uh-huh. and he um, is going to uh, come in and play for us, and it's going to be excellent. No taboo today? I put that on the clock. No? Oh, you know, we'll double check. No, I'll just give away. There's a lot of stuff I can get to. I didn't see. I didn't see a taboo fifty dollars gift card. Unless Justice. Oh, I thought we were giving away the big Kahuna today, though. We can give away the big Kahuna. We just don't need to take phone calls. Although I've enjoyed them, I just feel like we've been kind of dirty. I got Rolling Stones, Melissa Etheridge, and Conan and friends, and you guys check on the taboo fifty dollars gift card. But we were talking during the break about the band Boston that just played, and uh, I started. I actually tell the story. Was asking questions. Chewy said, uh, what, would you, what was your first question? Well, I was like, how many bands are there named uh, cities or states? You know? Well, there's Chicago, which used to be the Chicago Transit, Transit Authority. Authority. Kansas. There's Kansas, which isn't a city, but it's a state. Um, let me think of what else. Hmm. I, I can't think of it, many others. Uh, there probably are. But no, Boston was not a band. Boston was one guy sitting in his house with a 24-track recorder or something like that. It was a guitar virtuoso. He was also okay, a... Why, uh, why, why the two guys sitting here? I just thought of one. I, just thought I of saw one. him turn his okay, mic on. Okay, then just say it. Let Florida me... State, Georgia Line. Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. Did, did we really have to do that? Do we need to get that well, out Put there? the story time music on. We're going to yeah. tell, yeah. The, story tell the story of Boston. So... It was this guy, uh, Tom Schott. Tom Schultz. Schultz. And uh, he puts together this, all these tracks, and he says... Uh, he's, a, he's an engineer at Polaroid. He calls a guy over who can sing really well, and that's Brad Delp. Okay. And I don't remember the rest of the guys. So they, they put the album out, and it hit. Huge. It was the biggest It was the biggest album, rock album of around 76 or 77. And you got to remember, this was in the heyday of Aerosmith. And, uh, yeah. And so they had to put together a band to go on tour. 
Now, I'm, I'm going to jump ahead here. Interestingly, inter- interestingly enough, their first contract was terrible. They did two albums, I think, and then they refused to do anything, and they didn't do anything for 20 years before they were get out, get out of that contract. There used to be they a running joke. Biggest band in the in the country suddenly stops, doesn't break up. They just refused to record anything else for that first record company. If, now, can I just interject this? There used to be a saying in the 70s and the early 80s, if someone owed you money and they said something to you like, Oh, yeah, 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 Tuesday, man, you know, the check's in the mail or whatever. You could, and then you would go, yeah, and Boston's new album is coming, too. I never heard that, but that's oh, the yeah. So anyway. Because they, they, they put years between uh, their albums. So many, it was a big joke. I remember when they came back in the in the early 90s or something. So many years pass, and uh, Mid-90s. the Mid-90s. Brad Delp had terrible depression problems, like really, really bad, and had been in and out of hospitals and... He also allegedly was really uh, the, the Tom Schultz beat him up mentally. Oh, that's the story I heard. He they was didn't a perfectionist or they something. They didn't get along, and he was mean to him and stuff. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, one day somebody comes home to Brad Delp's house, and he has taken two, one or two barbecue pits, the charcoal kind, yeah, yeah. and put them in his bathroom and sealed his bathroom and lit them and died of carbon monoxide monoxide poisoning or choking or something. And he had written on the door, uh, there was a note that's in French, said, Brad is sad. And uh, so they they were going to do a nationwide search for a new singer. And this girl got in touch and said, my dad, that's all he does is sing Boston. The guy worked at a Home Depot. He goes in for an audition, and they hire him immediately because he sounds just like Brad Delp. Now, now. That the, being that, said, that the the celebration of our 25th anniversary with the, with that Matt the station, put on yeah. was incredible. Right, but All our right. 20th anniversary, we were in ratings hell again, and. I just all that time. Every time I go to Ireland, everything I, I was I could not stop worrying about my job. I never had a lot of fun, and I'm sitting there, and it's not going to be fun anyway. But we're going to introduce Boston, my f- favorite band from high school, my f- favorite rock band from high school that and foreigner and the knack and so we are standing backstage we thought well we'll get to meet you know mr schultz probably yeah and there at acl there used to be i don't know if there is tonight i don't know if i'm gonna get backstage with uh bob schneider but there used to be a set of couches and a, and a table and you could sit there it wasn't the dressing room for and cocaine right? and we're sitting there and all of a sudden the guy with the laminates comes up manager type guy and he goes Hey, guys, could you come with me for a minute? And I go, oh, we're going to meet Mr. Delp on our 20th anniversary, one of my favorite bands. And he goes, come with me. And he's walking back away from the redressing areas, takes us into the kitchen and says, yeah, could you just wait right here? Right. We weren't even bothering anybody. And we were. it was our anniversary. We weren't, we weren't bugging anybody. And then sure enough, uh, we, we didn't get to, you, you never get to introduce the band. You just you go, go up and you say, hey, early. coming up later in on. 10 minutes. Coming up later on, Boston. So. Yeah. Uh, I remember the Boston anyway, joke. Now. So Boston's oh, wow. dead to me. Tom Schultz is dead to me. I don't. I, I can't listen to him anymore. That other guy's dead. He ruined our life. night, and it was just not a fun night. And, were, and, and he barely. The dude showed. He was on stage in cutoff jeans. This was the Boston. This was the Boston joke I remember from the seventies. Uh-huh. The three great lies in life: the checks in the mail, I'm wearing a condom, the new Boston album's on the way. Oh. Uh. We should talk about like when record companies. How many artists have record companies just ruined? All, all of them. Here's what happened: when you recorded a record and then went on tour, they would give you an advance for the record, and then it would go out. And let's say it was a big hit, 
they would make you pay back the advance first before and you got any profit. And then if you went on tour, you had to pay for all your per diems and all this stuff, and they would they would lie about it. And at the end of a big tour, you'd have a penance while the record company was making a fortune. It happened to every band. But, and there's a lot of artists that don't own their masters and mm. still, mm. like, you know, don't get a oh, lot of money. Oh, uh, who was it? Uh, James Taylor didn't own his masters for his first four albums. D- didn't own his uh, publishing. That's wild. D- didn't own his, now, think of that. Mm. Think, think of that. It's Carolina in my mind mm. and Fire and Rain, and the guy didn't own them. He didn't own them. I don't know if he owns them now. Mm-hmm. So this is boring. Um, no, you know, it had to come out. Though. Uh, if we had some insiders, it would be interesting. Uh, we have water. I don't need to show you a hose going into a pool. The pool is being filled. I thought somehow there was water connected into there. It's just a hose filling it up in there somewhere? There's gonna, uh, there, no, a hose will fill it up, but there's a thing called, uh, that I, I didn't have in my other pool. It's called uh, uh, autofill. So okay. if it gets low, it'll just fill from the faucet because it's a hassle. And you'd leave, you'd try to fill it, and you forget about it, and your entire yard would be flooded. So, uh, but uh, the pool guy went out there, or the guy who's doing the acid wash today on the on the uh, whatever they call it, uh, what is it called, Pebble, Rock, Tech. Pebble Tech or whatever. Uh, he he said he, he said I, nope. he said he had met us before, and he was like, I heard you guys moved. I haven't listened to you in a long time, and I'm like, well, you should listen. He says, I go cool, and he goes, yeah. We, we met at this place, and he goes, man, you were a lot skinnier. And I went, oh, there we Gee, go. Thanks. There's my day. There's oh, my you day. You should get a discount for that. There's, there's for that, my day. For that kind no, it's, of not, my, it's not Darren, my regular oh. pool guy. The contractor. It's, it's just one of the contractors. And then and then here was my uh, here my, te- my text to my wife, you know, and I, I've been lecturing Chewy, and then I had my paranoia kicked in because uh, we're staying at our, we're going to the Bob Schneider thing tonight. i got to leave a bit, a little bit early. Oh, my gosh. And, uh. Uh, I, I want Bob to play the hits, but she's going to well, go. just yell it out. Well, the kids are going to go. <laughs> anyway, I wrote, he, I, I t- took forever to get ready today. Headed out. I'll leave the show at 630 and meet you there. Uh, I'm Huber Goal, so I get a big discount on surge, surge pricing. Huh. But it came out as Huber Goal. And then uh, like an hour, a half later, I go, are you alive? Uh-huh. Another 45 minutes. Okay, I've been texting you for hours. I know you have meetings, but WTF is someone getting Ellie because it was 2.15 and my daughter gets out at 3 and my wife's on Southwest Parkway. Ellie. So what What do you think went through my head? Mm-hmm. She's left her phone at the office of the car to go dork her boyfriend. Oh, come on. That's what it was. Oh, I live in no. Steiner. So I hope she got her. That, but that's Here's, here's my romantic see, we, Valentine's. We like to let you listeners know it's how Valentine's insecure day. you are. So if you hate us, you pity us. I got up early, went to the store, got my wife uh, some flowers. Yeah. Because she's working at home today. Yeah. Not, not every day, but today she's delight. at her little uh, desk. Uh, and I got flowers. I got her rosé. I got her a card that I inscribed, and I set it all out on second. the counter. Yeah. And she has not left her desk since like five o'clock this morning. You stood there naked all day. And as I'm leaving, <laughs> as I'm leaving to come to the show, I I just yell into her room. I go, "Hey, there's some flowers dying out here. You better put them in the water." Happy whatever. Uh, happy. I didn't even say that. It was just that's. I, I got romance. My, I got my my wife a sex toy from Taboo, which she rebuffed. Eighty five dollar sex toy. Mm, I'm wearing mine. And then I got her a, a bathtub caddy, which she really made of bamboo. She mm. really liked that. Uh, I'm writing Steve Martell to see if we have a taboo card. Do people still do Valentine's? Is it still a big thing? What are you yeah. talking about? Well, I don't know. When you're married uh, for so many years, I don't. I don't. I think it's a lost art. Well, married people, yeah, the, the romance is dead, yeah. so you don't really do anything. Yeah, but, but I don't get. I got a card. I got a card. I, I spent money on her. I get a card. 
It's not for guys. Same thing for Christmas now. You don't Valentine's get, I used to always, my, you know, I, I give my parents a tough time, but I always got the one big gift usually I asked mm-hmm. for. That they would go out of their way. Like sure, I, a bicycle. Even when they were drunk, they bought me a Canon AE-1. It was the hottest, hottest camera in the world yeah. at that time. And, uh. The, they'd go out. Uh, then you get married, and it's uh, shirts that don't shirts that you would never wear from your in laws. So now they give me books and stuff like that. And then you, the family will get you like a sock or something. But I but I get emotional. My wife got me some some emotional stuff this, this year. This is why they started the <coughs> steak and uh, BJ day. We started movement. that. Yeah, but nobody nobody gets a ro. I don't get a Rolex or anything like that. Valentine's Day. And I that year, I said, I'm never going to buy a Louis Vuitton purse. And then Christmas comes around, you get all Christmassy, and I go, uh, there I was walking into that store I never should have walked Do you want into. a Rolex? You want her to no, get No, but I'm, you know, I used to, but I don't want, no. I I, I, I don't even, that Emmis watch just sits on a, a, a winder. Yeah, same. So I like Well, I'm just saying, for Valentine's Day, you would want you want something. No. Valentine's Day. I mean, yeah, maybe something. I mean, I want a trend. I I don't know. Maybe my wife would give me some vinyl or something. Give me an album or something. But this year is nothing. She's working her ass off. Swear to God, anybody else getting 20 spam calls a day now? No, they know I'm broke. Huh? Yeah. Hello? Minor in Spanish. I can actually tell you the cities I got them from today. Well, no, they're not actually from those cities. With the recent impeachment process over. The William B. Ford Act will be updated so that every individual with a federal student loan shall not be held obligated to pay it back. In the near future, it could be strengthened. Uh, who the hell is William B. Ford? It sounds important. I was going to go to it, but we don't. Oh. oh, no, I don't want to hear anything. All right. Matt, the electrician coming up. Rolling Stones tickets. I will give away what I call the Daniel Gallo of Deldas from Taboo Lingerie. And I also have Melissa Etheridge and Conan O'Brien and friends. Matt is out today taking a big four-day holiday. Uh, Can you guys give me a list of what's running Monday? So a lot of these afternoon people may have never heard it before. Uh, And I'm going to tell you about Airco, all right? Airco Austin, have you ever had your air conditioner go out in the summertime? (laughs) It's Your house starts to heat very quickly. And if you can't get anybody out there because it is the busiest time and you're in for a day or two, you're going to a motel. Uh, what you could do now with an inefficient system is replace it. And you know if you have an inefficient system, let's say you have a small house and you're getting $300 electric bills. That's probably the issue. If it was made in the 80s, it's inefficient, probably even the mid-90s. Uh, who knows? Uh, but you can get replacement, and uh, they have APR financing for up to five years, 0% uh, interest if you qualify. So it's a great time to do it now while it's cool. Uh, they also have great deals on Wi-Fi thermostats from Honeywell and Nest. Go with the Nest. And a lot of happy customers uh, with those. And then uh, the. Hi, I'm Josh, and I just scored an amazing deal. 323, Matt, the electrician, standing by. So we do have a Matt on the show today. Yeah, we have uh, we have three Matts. We have Matt Sadler also coming in. Holy cow, but Matt yeah. Bearden's not Well, Well, it takes two Matts to replace Matt Bearden. Yes. I, I never go through my company email, but I'm being spammed like crazy for guests. We really should do... Uh, we be trolling where we pretend to want to have a guest on, but we just troll them. Yeah. I just got a uh, email from the Americans for Prosperity to mention John Cornyn's kickoff. Okay. And I, I have a reply, but I probably shouldn't send it because you never know when they're these days. Like Carnival Cruise Lines, they'll try to get you in trouble with your bosses. I, I, the only thing I'll mention on the air 
about Cornyn is that he's a do-nothing lapdog for Mitch, and he violated the Constitution. That's all. <laughs> but I'll probably just block it. But it feels good to do it. Uh, all right. Good morning. And I did it again. Same thing yesterday. Started off with... Uh, Good afternoon. Is she? Hey, um, Justice, welcome. It was good to see you uh, smile again. Are you back there? You, you back there? I don't expect it every day. Don't expect you to smile every day? Yeah, I wouldn't. Um, can you, next time when you put it up on the screen, can you tell me what they want? I mean, tell, oh, yeah, sure. yeah, tell me what they want, what they really, really want. All right. And Kathy, and Kathy, I don't have time to take your call right now, but call back later on in the show. Uh, all right. Is there anything I wanted to hit? Oh, yeah. Chewy, where are you? Chewy. You can come over and take uh, beard. There, there was a Miley Cyrus nip slip, and it's on um, an Instagram. Poor, poor man, the electrician's going, what did I walk into? Right. And I, it's on Instagram, and I'm afraid they're going to take it down. So yeah. I actually sent it to myself. You screen capped it oh, or whatever? Nice. Yeah, let me is see. Is it legit, or is it like a public relations nip slip? No, it's legit, slip? and it's wonderful. But, dude. I mean, you know how stars you lately have done though. nip slips and porn videos on purpose what, what, for exposure. What was that? Who was that? You know she did it on purpose. That's what how I'm do you saying. Know? How do it's, like, so out there, and she's... A nip is a nip. Well, women should be able to bear their chest. Men bear their chest. It's horrendous. I beat my chest. I'm not saying she shouldn't have done it. I'm just saying it wasn't an an accident. But it would really, you know, women don't want to be objectified now. And if they went topless, it'd be really tough to not objectify them, wouldn't it? So let me call up the the show prep sheet, and you guys tell me. It may be down now, but just in case, I uh, I send it to myself. Uh, Let's see here. Oh, I had my first. Person today go. I really love you guys in the afternoon, but I'm. It seems as though you're doing things that I really can't let my children listen to. And I go, well, what are their kids? I go, doing? yeah, yeah. We don't care about your kids anymore. Yeah, you know, one, kids. once we had a bad year in the morning, it's like we're yeah. fighting. We're fighting for we our lives. We pandered to your kids for twenty years. We're fighting for our lives. Uh, let's see if it's taken Done. down. All right. So there, there's just her there. Right. That's She's her. going in on the red no carpet nipples. or whatever. And then there's her just being there, right? Oh, she's there again. And then there it is, Uh-oh. buddy. There it is. Whoops-a-daisy. I think it's a malfunction. No. So. Well, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how you... Is, how do you not notice that How do you, you do that? It? Oh, I see what oh, she, she posted. I, it? No, I see what she's talking about. So those little stra- those little hanging things just cover up that little uh, portion oh. there. I love Miley Cyrus. I'm not ashamed to admit it. Eh. I'm I'm not ashamed to admit it at all. And then there's uh we oh we have a controversy too. Let me look at my time because I I want Matt to play. I, I go to three forty six now. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, we got plenty of time. <laughs> well, just let's say hello to Matt, the electrician. Hey, how you guys? Doing? How are you? We're really bragging on you. So we don't remember our own history on this show, and somebody corrected something. And I'm sure since I'm bringing it up, anytime we bring it up and it involves Daniel, he tries to either correct history or something. Right. But we're this isn't a bad one. We were talking about. Um, Kim Jong Un. Before we knew he was reprehensible, and uh, you know he's brand new. Daniel said, "I kind of like this guy," or something to that effect. Right. And then he said, "You know why? That, this I got this from one of our listeners. I'm sorry, I'm not remembering your name." It was one of the show preppers, and goes, "No, no, no, no. We remember the show better than you guys do, which is true." He said. 
The reason they call them deer leader is that they kind of worship the deer in North Korea, and he put up a post of photoshops from that time where they had put a rack of horns, deer horns, on uh, on Kim Jong Un. It was D. Daniel thought it was D E E R leader because they're big fans of the deer. Do you remember that? I didn't know they were big fans of the deer. You said that. Are they? That was the controversy. No, real? you said that. No. I don't know. You, you, I don't, yeah. you don't remember. See? He does. Yeah, no, I mean. <laughs> he just never. Like, he'll that's, never that's, agree. That's the genius of it is I don't even remember. Yeah. yeah. He'll never agree with something that went down. We we played a tape of him. We had a huge issue with the of hamburgers and food. Daniel's got a food thing. And I brought the tape in, and he he had to leave the room. He could not not argue with the tape. So no, um, I just don't like hearing myself melt down. Ugh. Uh, I get that. You're arguing with I your can't, own history. I can't even. Uh, well, no, it's like here. If if like one of your most uh, sh- shameful moments was recorded, would mm. you would you want to keep hearing it over and over? Uh, I'm trying to think. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, I have entire records. That yeah, I have. <laughs> I have. I have 30 years of shameful moments that are some played over and over. Right, right. But do you ton of those to stories. Them? No, God, no. Right, right. No. So if you gave me the option, I'm gonna like. Yeah. No, but like the time I almost got fired, I'll tell that one when I when I I just got out of a mental hospital and uh, it was always over a girl, and but I was. You know, and this is back when mental hospitals would keep you to milk money from you. Like now, there's a 72 hour rule. If I put Matt the electrician, right, uh, go to a judge and say he's crazy, he's playing, he's playing Beach Boys tunes, (laughs) and the judge says that is crazy, he can issue an order to keep you, but only 72 hours while you're being evaluated. But this charter, it was called Charter Hospital. And the doctor still is in New Braunfels or somewhere. He fired me later on, and he was horrendous. His last name is Houston. And uh, it got to where I would go in, like in the movies, and go, Hey, man, feeling a lot better. Doing well. Because I was in the gymnasium. They make That was the worst thing. They wake you up early. Depressed right. people need to sleep. They'd wake you up early and make you go work out go in this gym. Or go to, and this, yeah. the, the guy turns on KOBJFM, and I'm hearing... Uh, Clark, my former partner, and they're not mentioning me at all. They're not even mentioning it's not. They're not mentioning the name of the show. So I'm trying to get out. I'm trying to get out uh, from this guy. So anyway, I built up all this stuff, all this emotion, and uh, you know, and then your work, the girls dumped you, and you're going through that. And I go to a remote one day, and uh, it was down at the Death Circle, what we call the Indian burial ground, right there at Barton Springs Road in South First, where every business goes to die. Nothing survives there. Uh, yeah. Nothing survives there. So it was, I remember it was upstairs and there was a, and I didn't know these things. You know, when you're in Lubbock, we didn't have big parties that had sponsorships. And it was a party sponsored by Budweiser and Brown Distributing, which I, later on became great friends. And they helped me out with my wedding. They gave me beer for my wedding. and But back then, uh, and uh, so I'm up there. And just still feeling it, but I'm so happy to be out, but I'm still feeling it. Right. And this listener comes up to me and says, hey, man, can I buy you a beer? And I go, sure, Corona. And he gives me a Corona, and I'm drinking it. And all of a sudden, this young guy comes over, and he goes, hey, man, you need to get rid of that beer. This is our remote. You don't drink a Corona at a Bud remote. And all, you know, the seven stages of <laughs> yeah. uh, of death and, and, and any yeah. kind of mourning? Uh-huh. I hadn't hit anger yet. And all of a sudden, all the anger boiled and came out down my arm to my index finger, finger, and I started punching this kid wow. with my finger, and I said, listen, man, 
You can tell me what beer to drink when Dan Brown signs my GD checks. Yep. And he walked away. And I remembered that. I I thought, (laughs) and then I get a call on, I get a call that night and they say, don't come into work and be here at 10 o'clock to meet with the general manager. And, And the general manager was this old British guy. And, uh, I found out that day that Dan Brown signed my checks. Pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> because funded, that's back uh, when beer—that's back when beer pretty much ruled the airwaves. So yeah. there's another controversy with Wheel of Fortune, and I don't remember this phrase in Texas at all. But people are tweeting the like we talked about this. We're giving away all this taboo stuff that sex is so horrible. Yeah, you know, it, 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 to, to these Puritans. Uh, and uh, what was the one I heard this week? There is a bill in some state house, and I'm not going to get to it today. There's a bill that, you know, they're always trying to pass these bills. Like there's one in Alabama where they want to, all men have to be a vasectomy at 50 years old and can only have three kids. But that's an anti, that's a, that's a thing going up against abortion. And anyway, there's a bill in a state house that teachers can't, tell the kids that that Pete Buttigieg is gay uh, without the parents' permission. That's how <laughs> wacky we are in this world. Okay. But evidently, uh, they did a, uh, uh, this is not the one. i got to find the one. But they did a, a, a puzzle. A Wheel of Fortune contestant missed out on almost $15,000. Is this the one I'm looking for? No, that's the know. one. No, this is the one from from Australia. I got the wrong link. I have the video. And here's what it is. We'll play it for you. The guy will solve the puzzle, and hopefully you can hear it. Let me get my stuff all ready to go and get the volume up and everything like that. And I don't have it yet. Sorry. I should do this before the show, but I keep I can't figure out when to get here, when to leave for here. I'm running in all the time. Here we go. Brushing up on my Italian sausage. That's it. What? That's the phrase. Is, it must be a northern or eastern or west. It, br- brushing up on my Italian sausage. Never heard it. That's You've not, never heard that. Never not, heard it. That's not a thing. That's, I've never heard is, it is, or is any. It, has version. anyone heard it? No. Evidently, somewhere it, it's a it's a thing for masturbation. Where were you? I was brushing up on my Italian sausage. Never heard what? it, and I'm sixty six. Yeah, and people are tweeting. Sausage. We, we thought this Italian. was a family show. <laughs> And what if your kid's sitting there? How's he going to know what the hell that I remember, means? I've heard polishing your bayonet. Plus, I've heard uh, uh, what's some of the other ones? Uh, uh, um, saying hello to Rosie, Rosie, spanking Palm. the monkey, uh, 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 making the one-eyed monster spit. Uh, all the <laughs> I, uh, I'm turning Japanese, turning Japanese. I really think so. Yeah. Uh, but I've never heard. Or, no. I, I mean, I feel a part of Accidentally leaving the lube out, I've never which heard I did yesterday. Brushing up on my Italian sauce, I've never heard that. Yeah, that's it. I'm going to confirm that with my mom. I've never heard of that one either. If you've heard of with that, call us. I've never heard mom. of that. But but also, there's not a kid sitting watching Wheel of Fortune. No, my 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 son in the morning now that I'm 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 able to see him in the morning. He's wearing these beats that we bought him two years ago for everything, and I'm going, dude, I'm deaf from here. I from wearing here these uh. Whatever these are called, yeah. <laughs> these phones that are on your head, and they're just they're they're never watching normal television. Mm-mm. Normal television. Y'all watch whatsoever. Prices Right now that y'all are. No, huh? I've never watched. Come on, man. What's wrong what with you? you? What, y'all don't like Prices Right? Not since no. Bob Barker died. Okay, he's not dead yet, but no, hmm. no I don't watch any. Never. I can't think of much. Maybe of network TV is horrendous. It's The Bachelor. 
Let's talk to. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Okay, people know. I'll take. Right. I'll take a couple live. I'm all right. I'll, I'll get one live. Have you heard of that phrase, caller? Tell them knuckleheads, it's a before and after. Brushing up on my Italian, Italian sausage. Why don't you tell the knuckleheads yourself? <laughs> Butthole. Wait, what was the distinction? Oh, come on, Jason. Now, where'd you, where'd you hear it? Uh, I, I haven't heard it. It's a before and after puzzle, I'm sure. Well, no, that, but I want to know where it's a phrase in the United States. It wasn't in Texas. All right. No, but, hell no. All right. well, I'm sure it wasn't in hey, Texas. I did right. my time in New right. York and Jersey. I never heard that. Julia, did you ever hear that? Uh, this is Jonathan. Uh, the, the puzzle for the Will of Fortune deal is a two for things, so it's Brushing up on my Italian and then Italian sausage. It's a before and after is the puzzle. There it is. There it is. Before and after. That's what I was looking for. So it's a puzzle that they're solving. So it's not not a phrase. phrase. No. It's either a phrase or it's a before and after. Okay. But I'm still, I've never heard that. Because it's not a phrase. The society we live in is going to run with that. Uh, All right. When do they change the rules of the fortune? They do different ones. So it's just people jumping to a conclusion of some kind. All right. Well, it's dumb. All right. Thank you, everybody. All right. I'm absolutely using that, though. From here on out. Write a song about it. I am brushing up on my Italian sausage. You don't say, you just say brushing up on my Italian, Italian sausage? Okay. Uh, Matt, the electrician, is here. And uh, we were describing you the other day. When was the first year you came in here to play for us? You were an actual electrician. I was at the time, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that name stuck, which is weird. Midnight. Right? It was midnight. It is. It was midnight. It was probably probably 97. Are you still certified to be an electrician? Oh, no. No, I let that I let that lapse a little while yeah. ago. Yeah. Yeah. And you just uh, write full time? Yeah. Now, my favorite song is, uh, and I'm not going to get the title right, uh, is, uh, what is it, Biking in the Rain in Osaka? Oh, Osaka in the Rain. Osaka in the Rain. Yeah, yeah. Love that song. Oh, thanks. What have you been doing lately? Um, Aside well, being a parent. Uh, yeah, the, the parenting thing is is, is real. Uh, and brushing up on your sausage. And I've been brushing up against my Italian sausage, yeah. German sausage. But do you have, a, sta- sausage, you have a standing pasta. gig? Uh, I don't have a standing gig in town right now. We just we just did a show the other night uh, at the Long Center, and, and uh, that was great. But you can just grab your iPhone and say, play music from Matt the Electrician, and it will come up, correct? That is correct. That is yeah. correct. I'll do that once in a while. Yeah, Love yeah. the stuff. Yeah. What, do you got any records out? Um, we just finished making a new record uh, up in Portland, Oregon. When you say we, who is we? Well, I had I had some musicians with me, some from Austin and some from up in Portland. Right. Um, but I went up there last October and made a record with a, a kind of a famous producer uh, named Tucker Martin. Mm-hmm. Who's uh, he's worked with uh, Nico Case and the Decemberists and right. uh, My Morning Jacket and stuff like are that. Are you uh, what was I going to say? Are you bi coastal? I don't mean to ask personal questions. But Bi-co- not bi coastal, but you know, bi city. I mean, no, no. no. I, I love to spend time out there. My my folks live out in the, in the West Coast, and I like I love being out in in Oregon and California. But I don't have a house out there. All right, well, play some uh, music for us, I'm and everybody go on uh, iTunes and uh, and download or, or or listen to it if you get the streaming. I'm going to mic them up, mic up the one gu- of our favorites, Matt the Electrician. Mic up the parlor guitar on four. Out into the middle 
I was trying to talk to Schneider about this because I was listening to Lonely Lonely Land, one of the early albums. Oh yeah, and it sounds so simple. It's I've seen the growth of you guys from when you were in your late twenties, mid twenties, early thirties, where you've perfected so many different things. You were a great singer songwriter when you came in then, but it wasn't that stunningly gorgeous. Oh. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And 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 I 
I think this about myself. It, rarely do I give myself credit. Like I go, what am I going to do today? I still can get a little nervous driving in. And then I remember, oh, I've done this more than 8,000 times just here <laughs> and who knows how many others. So yeah. we're, we're short on time. Matt, the electrician, look it up online. What, do, do you have a name for the album or is it coming out? Uh, we, it's not named yet. We're, okay. we're shopping it around a label. But the other stuff is great. Let's do one more, okay. uh, a quick one if you got it. Yeah, of course. Uh, whatever you want to do. Okay. I mean, I'm not trying to get you to do a sock in the rain, but whatever you want to do. I could do that. You know, it's it's Valentine's Day, and that, that that's was, perfect. That was yes. initially a, a love perfect. song for and my listen, wife. So. The reason we had you in here is we were we wanted to start off these weeks with Friends. people that we love. Yeah, and that's why we we've been booking like Bob and you and and Ron White. And so, yeah. thank you for coming in. Thank you. I'm okay. I'm honored to be well, here. You, listen, if you're romantic, you're gonna love this song. <laughs> Think of cherry blossoms when I see that. Was that on the album? Were there were there flowers or something on the album for that? Uh, Can't remember. I don't 
I don't think I, I don't, don't know, know why. I don't think so. Thank you so much, man. I'm at the break, but I really appreciate Absolutely. it. Matt, the electrician. All right, we're back. Roger is on the phone. Uh, later, I have a phone topic for you people. It is called uh, rules. This is Chewy's idea. We do rules. We did rules for grocery stores last week. That was Bob and Max earlier this week. Just take credit for it, man. That's what I've learned to do. No, steal ideas. Uh, it's uh, it's called uh, airport rules. Airport rules. Because Would that include a, the planes? Well, have you seen the video of Matt had it for his uh, "Don't at Me" yesterday, yeah. where he says you should be able to lean your uh, chair back. I don't think you should, okay, especially so. if a six foot five person sitting behind you. I can't. I can't count the times where, you know, how when you hit your kneecap on something, and it takes a millisecond, but you know you're about to feel pain oh, yeah. in your brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I thought that would be a good one for the so rules. airport. And or airport on the plane. Or airport or airplane rules. Gotcha. That's later on. And before that, we're going to do the Stones Undercover. My last pair of Rolling Stones tickets we'll hand out. I'll take Roger's call, and then we have another guest. Uh, hey, guys. What's up, Roger? Hey, man. Just wanted to compliment you on the two weeks. want to tell you the vibe and the energy you guys are putting out is incredible. The humor is coming from the heart. Uh, had uh, the, the talent has been top-notch and stellar mike what a what a what a, a talent had a funny story my daughter nine years old uh said daddy uh dale's a lot cooler uh in the afternoon he's obviously <laughs> not a morning person i've been, I've been hmm. neutered i've been neutered Come on. politically and everything else but i'm also tired of talking like that stuff well i appreciate it uh roger thanks. yeah man you guys are rocking thanks man, man. Just appreciate to say, it i appreciate it and here's cool. the here's the deal you know, as much hell as Matt Bearden gives me, and I will admit it, I enjoy these days where he's not just peppering me or giving me or coming at me with uh, to, to tell me when I'm wrong. But it's hard to replace Matt, so we've brought in two. You heard Matt, the electrician. That was incredible. And now here he is. Chicken wing, right? Uh, yeah, I'll never forget the day you guys saddled me with that one. Uh, Who yeah. did? We did? Yes, I, I don't remember. Did. No, no, Matt no. was a personality on this station for a while. And, no, uh, that was you two guys. Hmm. No, I'll, I'm going to pay you. I'll pay you and Charlie a huge compliment. You know, I got a chance to talk to Becca at Matt Bearden's house. Oh yeah, and and let her because we, you know, that that was pretty brutal. We've talked about this. Yeah, we that have. that was a brutal month for us because oh yeah, that morning the guy just talking about me being grumpy. That morning I had gotten upset that a bit that I had come up with was being done. Yes, I remember. Uh, right. Yes, and I said so on the air. Yes. That's back when I wouldn't pull any punches. Look. Right. M- M- Chase Rumas came in here and said, you know, people think you're difficult. Because to me, it's always been a battle. It's been a war. Not in, in, not in the building, but outside. And I know I, I usually don't pull any punches. Now that I've gotten older, I, I try not to hurt people's feelings. I don't intend to. Sometimes it happens. So I had said something on the air that day. And then when you guys got canned... It, it, it looked like Bob and I had something to do with it, and we didn't. No, and I made sure yeah. that to put that on social media because yeah. I knew you guys and, had nothing but, to do with that. But here's the thing. You can't deny when a guy does a remote and comes up with an idea, you know, our podcasts sell out. That's 300 people, but you guys would do a remote. It'd be almost 1,000 people. Wasn't, wasn't, wasn't The Amazon thing, weren't there like... Wasn't it almost a grand of people? I think we went through 800 cases of Dos Equis before yeah. 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And it was the same thing that just happened to us. And yeah. I was thinking about this today. I haven't said it in a long time. Eventually, the ratings monster will get you. Yeah. If you're number one, you're not really number one. And if you're number 
uh, 10. Hello. No, God. if you're number seven, you're not really number seven. Really? If you're number 15, you're really number 15. And see, that's the thing I never yeah. got. I, I was not made to do radio. I was not good at it. And yes, Char- you were. Charlie was fantastic. No, you, yes, and you I, guys feel, were good. I feel responsible I felt, for this. I mean, really I'm, not, the show. I'm not going to say that I didn't feel threatened because I was getting older. Oh, and no. Here, and here are these young guys no, no. coming along. Yes. I listened yes. to you. I would listen to you guys from 6 a.m. Yeah. to, to and, until and, I came into this show. And even if we don't speak, I have nothing but appreciation for. Uh, what they did on the show, both him and Angela and Deborah Cole, and I miss. And I was so glad Yeti, before he passed away, was able to tell me what an a hole boss I could be. Yeah. And I hope Daniel, at some point, when we're not together, and I wouldn't do it now, but at some point, you get to tell me the same mm, thing. I wouldn't wait. I wouldn't. Yeah. No, don't do don't, it now. Don't hold your breath. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's. that's I, I really I enjoyed working with you guys, and, and I enjoyed Chewy, seeing you into the morning. Chewy, I don't care. So, what have you got going on? I've got a lot of stuff going on. I had surgery. I've been on a, a grand jury. Uh, I need to say one more thing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you've heard me talk about the funniest person in Austin contest. Yes. I was a judge one year. I stopped judging because it's brutal. Comics hate you. <laughs> and it, I still do it every in year. In the finals. In the finals. I did not vote for Matt Bearden, who's on my show. Yeah, I but, voted for Matt Sadler. But you later rescinded that. Well, I, I'm taking it back. <laughs> He's not here today. You switched your vote on really the air. Something. And I got into I got into it with a guy from the Statesman who said you worked dirty. You you're ending. I did. You're no. You're you didn't work dirty. Your ending was was a funny thing about your rear end. Yes, it was hilarious. Yes, and I tried to argue the guy, but I guess uh, you did win. No, I didn't. I never won that contest. Who won that year? Matt Bearden. Oh, Bearden won. Yeah. Did how many point. second they places was... did you get? Did you get any second place? How much? How many times have you been in the money? The moolah. Uh, once. That Only one time. once. That one time. Because I know. I think there are some comedians that and have I made more being in the money. I know that too. Than just winning and then too. being disqualified. Jimmy Roulette and Brendan Walsh among them, right. I believe. Right. Yeah. So another thing I hate about yes. you is okay. you're, you're aging well. <laughs> oh, don't, you look he's got like all his hair. You look like Matthew Broderick. What? Yeah. What? Oh, yeah, I see it. He, you see it? I never noticed I've that. I've never heard that before. You look like oh, that's very kind of you. You're, di- you're dying in your hair. I swear on everything that's holy. The gray is right around the corner. It's coming. If I grow the beard out, the gray comes in. You got gray, gray pubes Oh, yet? yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. call them speaker wire. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's nothing <laughs> I can do about it. I'm not, and they're, they're thicker. And and I'm not gonna die. I'm not gonna put dye that close to my. I mean, it's one thing to goodness. get gray, gray pubes, but but why do they have to be thicker and stick out? I don't know. And they just it looks like Santa Claus is wrestling Pinocchio uh, down there. You know. So uh, what was the surgery? Uh, I had a baseball sized lump. Oh Jesus! Yeah, it's not as bad as it sounds. It was, it was, a, ba- it was a baseball. <laughs> it was on my left butt cheek, and it's uh, one of these things where my doctor said, I see these all the time in men, because women get worried about that stuff, whereas men go, ah, I'll get it next week, you know, the whole thing, until mm-hmm. it gets big enough. And he said, listen, it's not cancer, but uh, if you don't take care of this, it's going to rupture and bad things uh, are going to happen. Oh, dude, you should have grown it out to be a third cheek. Yeah. And you also still have the tattoo, don't you? I have several, yes. No, but the radio stuff. Yes, I do. Did you cover it up? No, it was right on that. It was right on the Valkyrie. But you you never felt that, like, when you sat down? Oh, yes. You lost a bit. It made it miserable to fly on an airplane. Imagine sitting on a baseball. But what did you tell yourself when it was certain, like, I, what lies do you tell yourself before you go to the doctor? You know, like it's it, going to go it, away. It, it, it was. It was no. It was mostly. I have like a a, a seven thousand dollar deductible, oh, and okay. I was like, this is going to cost oh, about seven thousand dollars, and I don't oh. have that socked away. You know, but then I was like, you know what? 
I'm going to do it. And uh, it was painless. It was easy. The doctor was incredible. And I got it removed, and I'm fine. Yeah, we should mention you lost a bet and had to get a tattoo yes, on the air. Yes, a Val Kilmer. A Val Kilmer. Yes. Tombstone. And, yeah. and what does it say? Holiday. It doesn't say anything. Say anything. It's anything. just his face. Yeah. But whenever Val Kilmer's in Austin, it begins to glow. Does oh, it? Oh, nice. Yeah. And then a grand jury. Why, yeah. Why the grand jury? Uh, because I got picked. Uh, and Becca was, my wife, was furious because she's tried to be on a pettit jury, is what they're called. A bunch of times, like five times. She's why been would called. you want to be on a jury? Yeah, why would you want to be any do any jury? I, I, I mean, every day because I enjoy citizen. judging people. If, if I ever make it to the, usually I get disqualified when they find out I'm in the media. But it's been a long time; it's been twenty years. I've always said, if I make it to that final pool, I'm going to I'm going to soil myself or yeah. wet myself. No, no, no. And I understand that. But here was the weird thing about the judge. He said, "Is anybody uh, not going to be able to do this for work? Is anybody uh, have a moral objection to this? Do you feel like you can't morally stand a judgment of another person?" And everybody was like, "No." There were like thirty of us. And then finally, this blew me away. Dale. He goes, "He goes. Does anybody just not want to be here? Huh. Because if you don't want to be here, I don't want you here." Oh, that's unique. So all you got to do is say, "Let me out." What I'm going to cut you loose. What kind of loser says, I got nothing else to do? Uh, well, <laughs> just raise my hand. Uh, well, no, no, no. But here's the thing. On a grand jury, you show up once a month for maybe for four hours. For different cases? Yes. You oh. get like 18 cases. Oh, you're like on the Supreme Court. Then. Yes. Wow. And we're murders? Not, we're not sentencing anybody. It's all felonies. We're not sentencing anybody. We're just going, this is worth a trial. There's, there's enough, oh. enough evidence for a trial here. And we're out by lunch. Give me some of the crimes. Uh, it was mostly gun crimes. It was mostly, you know, we're a society that says you can have a gun. You can have as many guns as you want until you prove to us that you can't have a gun. And then you can't have a gun anymore. And if you try to have a gun after that, then you're going to get in trouble. Was and I happen to agree with that. Any murders? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Did you have to look at gruesome pictures? No. No, no gruesome pictures. Uh, um, but yeah. Well, we can top it. Our, yeah. our intern Justice was on Judge Judy last week. Oh no! Did she yeah. have to look at gruesome pictures no, of Judge Judy? No, for real. <laughs> she, she she was in a house and she heard noise next door, in, in a split house, the same home, like a duplex. Yeah, and it was a dude cutting off another dude's <gasps> head. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. Is that, that true? Happens. She's traumatized by it. Of course she is. I got her. I'm she the, shouldn't be hearing I'm this traumatized. right now. I'm the first one that got her to smile in months. Oh man, is that's it, horrible. Am I getting this wrong, Justice? Um, I mean, it was in my kitchen, so it wasn't a duplex. Yeah, it was behind a bookcase. It was, book yeah. it was it, behind, the, the, a, basically, a guy had made a bookcase out of a wall. Oh, my God. And she heard the case. other guy cutting the other guy's head off. That's horrible. Like, we got cases of guys just being really stupid, and the prosecutor would present the case, and we would all look at each other being like, are, are you effing serious? And the guy would go, listen... There's a reason that jail is not filled with smart people. Yeah, <laughs> no. that was his line. We well, were dude, like, okay, I'm cool. pretty much, I'm pretty much an expert. I've been, I've been watching uh, forensic files since the '80s. Have you? Yeah. See, I became an expert, and and Becca and I would watch like a Law and Order SVU, and. I, <laughs> I would go, as a grand juror, I disagree with that. That's not how this would go. And she's like, would you drop the grand juror? Do you know who's on one of the early, uh, uh, around 2005, our friend of ours that's, uh, that got cast on the, on that show, on Forensic Files? Alan, oh. Alan Height. Oh, yeah, here. yeah. He's on one of those Forensic Files. What's uh, uh, the dress code for grand jury? 
Uh, it's surprisingly casual. Oh, really? I, I would wear a tie, but I was the only oh, one. There were wow. people there, who were very relaxed. But about were there them. disagreements like that? You know what? Almost. That's a great question. Almost everything was unanimous except for me and this one dude who had those lobe ear things. You know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. with the big circles? Oh yeah. Uh, uh, he uh, and gauges. I. There were a couple of them where we were like, "We're not voting with you guys." Yeah. Chewy hates. Hmm. Chewy hates the police. So he. No, probably, no, no. I don't hate the. Oh, I know you don't, Chewy. I, 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 brought, I don't hate them. I brought in that. Uh, I, I brought in that video of that of that football player body slamming that cop just to hear you uh, piss off the people who love law. Oh well, good. Well, I hope he's okay. Yeah, that was sarcastic. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. <laughs> Chewy got picked on by small town cops. Cops in uh, Thrall, Texas. Thrall, Texas. Thrall, Texas. Well, you probably deserved it yeah. for well, going no, into Taylor. Thrall. So, what's the show you got going on? I've got a show that I actually can't say the name of on the air without getting us all in trouble, but uh, it's called. Uh, you've got to be essing me is the best okay. way I can put it. It's mm-hmm. going to be at the Fallout Theater on the 27th of February, and it's basically uh, comedians and comedy players who are going to be playing a game show. And it's th- uh, two teams of three, and they flip a card, and they have to read something that might be true oh, or might be a lie. You're hosting a game show. I'm hosting. You, I'm co-hosting a game you show. You know what's next. What? You know what story's coming up. No. Yes, oh, no, 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 we're not doing that. Yes, we are. We're not doing yes, that. Yes, we oh, are. I wish the other Matt was here. That's I a know. different he part was, of my he life. Was involved. Oh, the, you, it, it wasn't your fault. You both were going to be famous, remember? Yeah, I was shopping for boats, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt and Matt, both Matts, Bearden and Sadler, were involved Matt's. in this um you, you remember when game, yeah, yeah, games yeah. were on DVD? Yeah, the desk, yeah. And you had to make a decision. Uh-huh. You know, pretty simple game. Yeah. Tell me the name of it again. It was called the guy game. The guy game. The guy game. And if yeah. you and if you were successful, the girl took her top off. Stop me when I get it well, wrong. She would have. Yeah, she would flash. She would flash. Yes, that's that's called taking your top off. Well, Matt. she didn't take it completely off. There is a difference. Did you see nipples? I, I did. Okay. Yes. <laughs> it's not Matt's fault. I'm going to say it's Bearden's fault. Yeah. It's not Bearden's fault either. So they get a budget. And it sounds like a great idea. This is going to be. Well, this a, is in the era of what's that show where the uh, girls on the bus? You uh, mean the one? Girls Gone Wild. It was in. It was in, in the era. You mean the one where Amanda Dudley made out oh, with another well, girl? Yeah. And I will. I will give. I'll give three hundred dollars to anyone who can it? find the video. Really? Yes. I'll my, search for it. Like my she, wife was on. Uh, and girls you can't Gone find Wild. The video? I've never seen it. Oh my god! I've never seen it. Yeah. Wow. This was in that era. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And she got hit on by. She got hit on by the host. So you guys go down to Padre. Yes. You're filming this we thing. We're far too old to be a Padre Island. <laughs> <laughs> you had people, they had to fill out paperwork. They yes. had to fill out a release. We had a cop look at their ID. Yeah. We had a cop that we hired. You're ready to go with this thing. Your yeah. nickname Dozens was girl. Penis Man. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> now that is false, sir. So y'all are ready to roll. Did you, Did it ever roll out? Yeah, because yeah, he gave yeah. us copy. We had to turn in our copies. We gave you an Xbox, if you recall. <laughs> you had to you turn, had to turn in, in your copy? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Uh, they, I yeah, know they wanted, they oh, wanted, you are. You guys wanted the copies Matt, back. Daniel just found it on eBay. Now, that they do these people know? I don't think they do, because I don't think you're supposed to be able to sell what happened this. was the guy game comes out, and one of the parents went bananas. Their daughter was only 17 or 16. 15. She was 17. She was seven. Was she thirteen, Matt? No, no, God, no. <laughs> but she, Dale, she had breast implants that were insane, and they're like, upset. Ridiculous. They gave a seventeen-year-old breast implant. Yes, okay. the parents paid for it. So it ended. Uh, oh, look at this! The game is not worth buying. Some of the it, talent it, isn't that it, great. It, oh, oh, with the talent. The oh, they yeah. So that person that's selling that on eBay is basically selling child porn. <laughs> 
Uh, essentially. Yeah. But I'm looking at the reviews, and it says the host was very sexy and funny. Did oh. they, uh, did... It immediately all stopped then, right? Oh, yeah. No, it, it's yeah. repacked our bags. It went home. Like, I didn't get sued, but Sony and Microsoft did. Yeah. Yeah. But now you're hosting a game show at a club. But nobody's taking their clothes off of this one. This is all comedians. No. I remember I had a copy of it, and I played it. Yeah. I played it a while. Uh, wasn't, too, wasn't hardcore enough for me. Uh, well, I, of course not. I, I, I mean, that was the thing. It was competing with the Internet. You can see anything you want on the Internet. How does this game work that you're doing at the hideout? Well, two teams of uh, comedians are going to lie. They're going to be, you know, you're going to flip a card with a lie on it. It could be a lie. It could be the truth. And the other team has to interrogate them. And whoever comes up, uh, you know, if they fool the other team into thinking that they're telling the opposite of what they're supposed to be telling. If they guess it's a lie and it's the truth, if they guess it's the truth and it's a lie, then they take their top off. I, I, uh, <laughs> you want to do what? Uh, you ought to do butt hurt with comedians. Have you ever heard of the game? I, I don't know if I have. It's a, it's a card game, but we've done it here where you ask a question like, who is the laziest? And everybody writes down their answer, and then whoever's the leader okay. has to read it. And That's not bad. And, and you don't have to identify yourself if you don't want to, and uh, the other person just sits there butt hurt. Yeah. And, and it can yeah. hurt. It well, can hurt. I, I, I made up we some. we got to do that. Write that down. Butt hurt. But we got things like, uh, you know, I got beat up by a guy who was wearing a gorilla suit. And then I got, I was like, tell me something about yourself that people wouldn't guess. And the things they told me are shocking. Mm. I mean, just, I couldn't, they're weirder than the stuff I made up. Uh, so I'm. The uh, comics or? Uh, yeah, the comics. Yeah. They may, they're like, here's the thing that sounds like oh. a lie, but it's actually true. Yeah, the thing with Matt Beard and we were talking about breakups and stuff. It's Valentine's Day. And you're going to stick around, right? Yeah. I, mean, I, I want to get into some Valentine's Day stories. Absolutely. And uh, we were talking about the worst breaks, breakups or something earlier in the week. And like I said, you can't remember. You, you remember. You can't remember a show from the day before. Yeah. And uh, Bearden, uh, a girl was breaking up with him. He, he was at that horrible comedy club in San Antonio. Yes. In the mall. <laughs> and a girl said, I don't want to see you anymore. And right at that moment, a couple of Hispanic guys with big white socks pulled up. And hit him right in the stomach right on the while he was on there. the phone. I love that so story. So he gets it twice. Yes. In the same right time. after he got broke up with somebody punched him oh, right in the shoulder plex. Dude, so this is happening when at the This hideout. is happening a week from Thursday, February 27th, at the Fallout Theater. Well, then you need to let us, you know, make sure we write that down and give him a plug. Too. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, it's uh, going to be a lot of fun. I've always loved you. I love Becca. She's still at the fish, still fish at quality place. seafood. Have quality, a blast. I'm out doing clubs and ships on your favorite line. Let's do some Valentine's stuff because <laughs> oh. uh, today is Valentine's Day. Did okay. you get her something for Valentine's Day? Uh, yeah, I got her, a, you know, I cooked a steak. Oh, did you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. Asparagus. And I don't know how true this one is because it's on Lad Bible, which I'm always suspicious of. But allegedly, this woman in uh, in in Great Britain uh, demanded that her boyfriend spend twenty five hundred pounds on her for Valentine's. What's that Day. American? Uh, it's about equal now. It used to be a little bit more. But I don't know, depending on what the trade's around. It's around the same for the United States. Hmm. Uh, Chantal from Blackpool is such a fan of annual holidays that she dresses up a list, totaling 2500 for her fiancé, Joe Kyle, to spend and expects celebrations to last all week. In fact, she even admitted she actually dumped boyfriends in the past for not quite cutting the mustard on Valentine's oh, Day. Man. Chewy, would you spend 2500 bucks? No, no, but she's somebody that can find a guy that, that will. Yeah, good for her. Mm. Uh, let's see here. I wonder if this is real, though. No, she talked. Chantal, who's featured on Channel 5's Undercover Girlfriends with Joe, ah. explains she gets excited by the lead-up to the 14th of February. It's her Christmas. As yeah. she does for Christmas. Yeah. 
I, I am, you know, I don't get offended at all. I try to offend. I don't get offended at all. But I get so offended watching The Bachelor. I just, the idea that, 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 pe- that people are that, listen, I understand it's, what is that called? Realities. No, re- in, 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 fluff entertainment for you. Oh, yeah, I, I get that. But the idea, like when my daughter's sitting there, the idea that they sell the American public that a girl is crying because she didn't get a rose from one dude. She met two And weeks they ago. all claim yeah. they're falling for him well, and in love with him. The guy's and he, One girl the other night said, was honest about it all. She's one of the best looking, I guess I'm a bachelor watcher now. Yeah. <laughs> She's the best looking girl on there, and she was uh-huh. the smartest girl on there, and he kicked her off. And I thought she was pretty rational, and then she burst into tears at the end of it. Uh, but Amanda will go, well, yeah, but several of them are still married. And I go, all right, let's give it a give it a yeah. little bit of time. Right. I just find it crazy. All right, more Valentine's stuff really quickly. All right. Uh, this guy will give you $25,000 if you'll find him his next girlfriend. His oh, name man. is Eric Alderetti. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have 25000 It says, uh, calling all single ladies, a Kansas man is willing to pay thousands of dollars to find Mrs. Wright. Jeff Gebhardt has launched an online competition to find his next girlfriend, which includes a $25,000 referral fee for one lucky matchmaker, as well as a $25,000 donation to a no-kill Now, uh, is that a picture of him with a goat? No, that's his dog. (laughs) Oh, that's a dog. (laughs) To enter the competition, individuals will need to complete a questionnaire on Gebhardt's website. Do you remember uh, Romeo Rose? Yep. The guest we couldn't have back on the air? Because uh, I baited him into saying something racist, and in this society, you can't even point out somebody's a racist. Uh, I got him to say, uh, to, he, he said horrible things about black people. and About interracial and we And we obviously were making him out to be a reprehensible human being, and we got in trouble for it. Now, you're going to deny so. this, but I remember early on in our history, you offering kind of half serious but half fun a bounty Always. for someone that would introduce you to... The love of your life. That's why I didn't. We didn't get syndicated, and I. It was all about drinking and finding a girlfriend for me. I can't remember what your price I, I, was. I, I, I think it was like a thousand dollars. I like, whined for twenty. But years. wouldn't this deter uh, women? Deter. For, uh, wouldn't this like not attract women? <laughs> no, thinking that you would have to pay to find a, no, a, no, a no, girlfriend. No, justice? No, no, no. Because no, 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 justice walked in there another, and wanted to see how he looked. Another guy could find you. A, could, could hook you up. Like we we've tried to hook you up on dates. Yeah, and it hadn't, didn't work out. Okay, it doesn't work out every time. Well, why are you blaming them? I'm not blaming them. I'm just, I'm just weird. saying that fact. He gets mad. You know what, Come on. You know what, they gave you the football, man. <laughs> you know the way Daniel is with food and and the things he's into, geography? That's the way Chewy is. He will immediately find the negative in any kind of chance of a relationship. I believe that. Yeah. We'll talk more about this. We'll do more Valentine's Day stuff when we come back. Okay. Uh, let me just go ahead and do this because we're not going to be able to do uh, – I was about to give away my food. Where's the box? Let's just give away the whole box of toys from Taboo. It's got the big kahuna in it. It's got the big kahuna, the big Daniel Gallo in it. Wow. I want to see who comes and gets that. Why'd y'all take it out of the room? Yeah, just keep put their name on the box. Here's what you got left. We don't have a fifty dollar gift card for gift card for you, but thank you, Taboo, for giving us a great week. Oh, did you want something, Justice? Are you okay with me showing you this? Raise your your right hand. Are you going somewhere tonight? (laughs) You, you just put Valentine. on eye makeup? You gotta oh, get closer to the mic. She put makeup on today. She's got r- cherry red makeup. No, I just woke up late and uh, thought I would just do my makeup in the station. So. Oh, my oh. God. You're gorgeous. All right. Listen. <laughs> don't, do, don't say you're gorgeous. 
Why? Because the listeners might stalk me. Our listeners don't stalk anybody. They will. Trust me. They will. It's not like I've had death threats or anything. All right, first there's these, uh, these pay- oh, we're late on the break, aren't we? We're yeah. really late. All right, I'm going to show you when we come back. All right. I'll, we come all right. I'll, I'll give all this away. Okay. Don't call yet. Oh, we're coming back. Yeah, we'll come back. I can't believe Justice oh. wants to see this. It's getting hot in here right, right. now. Maybe. God, she looks great. Maybe we got to call Airco <laughs> and check on our... Uh, she does. Okay. She's gorgeous. Well, you don't have to Special, say Best looking intern we've had since the 90s. Don't you remember since, your sense uh, of All right, we're back. Matt Sadler in here today for Matt Beard. And I want to thank uh, Way South Philly on uh, Burnett Road. Oh, hell yeah. I was sitting there going, you know, we used to get Rudy's, and we still get Rudy's in the morning, but I'm not going to eat an egg uh, taco at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. So to come in here and they had us food today, because I had no food and I got to go to a concert tonight, say hello if you see me at the Bob Schneider Show. And uh, they bring it, they have a thing called Dale style, which is basically the keto style. I just had a cheesesteak sandwich on lettuce, like a, what do they call that wedge that you get with the blue cheese on it? The wedge oh, a salad. wedge salad. Yeah. It's called a, a wedge salad. Yeah, it's called a wedge. I thought it had a better name than no. that. No, no. They call it a wedge salad. That's, who, who came up with that name? GSDNM? Uh, no, it was uh, <laughs> David Wedge, I think. David Wedge. <laughs> so Matt's with us. He's got that show. Plug it again. Yeah, it's called uh, you got to be Essing Me. It's going to be at the Fallout Theater February 27th. Tickets are uh, $5 online right now. You can go to falloutcomedy.com and buy tickets, or they're $7 at the door. So be smart. So I have a topic later on. We're going to do airport and airplane rules. In B- and we're going to watch that video of that guy hitting the back of that woman's chair. Uh, and the Rolling Stones tickets coming up for something I'm calling uh, the Stones Undercover. And, Daniel, ro- just roll one of those, and I'll let you all have the first one. you, you got to tell me. You're going to be able- have to tell me the name of the band or the artist when we do this. And I, how, many, how many did we do? Five. We did five, right? Five. You want to just roll the first one? Yeah, roll the first one. Let's give them a head start. I gotta look back. I don't know who that is. I know that, I know the song, but I don't know who that mm. is. And then, of course, I thought I had a taboo uh, fifty dollar gift card to give away, and I don't. Oh, you do. S- Steve Martell just came down. Oh, I do. What? Yeah. Okay, you just well, threw it in the mix. We just got to write it down. Well, that doesn't mean that our beautiful intern Justice, who is really made up beautifully today and claims she doesn't have a date, wanted to see what's in the box. So, I've got plenty of stuff to give the winner if we have time to do it. Uh, why do you want a taboo? But. I'm going to give her whatever she wants. And then later, being the creepy old man that I am, I'm going to think about nothing. I'm going to be, I've got a daughter, so I'm not going no, to No, you have anything. a good chance. Huh? I think you have a good chance. No, I was going to th- say Chance at what? <laughs> you, you would think about later if she used something, right? Now, who, who are you? Are you taking a picture to get me in trouble? I think this is evidence. Yeah? Come to a microphone. You know how it works by now. Do you realize... I mean, I know I shouldn't do this because you're smart, too. You are the most attractive intern we've had since, since the 90s. Since Sugar Britches. Since Sugar Britches, who hit on Bob all the time. Sugar Britches. Yeah, right into my... Can we get it taller? Can you get it... Yeah. Are you, I want to hear you say that you give me permission to show these to you. You have permission to show me these sex toys. And are, Well, it's not all sex toys. Are you over 18 years old? I am 22 years old. Oh, I only have one toy in here, and I don't think you're going to want it. Oh. <laughs> There's only one toy left? Yeah, one, one the toy. The big kahuna? The, yeah, the it's, Dan- it's a big kahuna. toy. The, it's, long the, it's the Daniel Gala. Yeah. I have these pasties. Pasties? Yeah. 
What are you? What are you filming? What is this nineteen thirty? <laughs> is this going to a grand jury? No, um, they're kind of cute. I don't. Know. I wish I'd save some no, for I you. I wouldn't wear them though. I have nowhere to wear them. Never say never. Edible underwear. Mm, I don't know about that. What, what, what if you? What if you're working and you forgot to bring something? You need a snack. Oh, that's smart. Actually, that happens a lot. <clears> yeah. Not. One size fits all. Uh, you could play this with your friend. This is erotic dice. They glow in the dark. That's kind of cool. Okay. What huh. did you say? Kiss toes? Yeah, toes. Okay, crap so, out. Yeah, like lick nipples. That's what it says. This is cute. <laughs> this is kind of the same thing. These are sexual fantasy coupons that you would give someone. <laughs> like you could leave this in somebody's box here. This coupon is good for one kinky photo shoot. Ooh. Oh, God. All right. Somebody's box. Let's see. You could just put them on random cars. This coupon <laughs> on the windshield wiper. <laughs> this coupon is good for me ramming you in the can. No, no it's not. I just think of Eddie Gosling. Uh, I love this one. My wife is so... This coupon is good for making love in high heels. I love wearing high heels. <laughs> uh, make our own... Make our own erotic movie and look at the position. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Lord. Uh, doing it in a public place. No, thank you. This coupon's good for one vibrator extravaganza. All right. That's a novelty. Are you ready? I oh, wait. So wait ready. One more thing. This is very expensive stuff. Now, this is the water base. Now, I'm, I'm a fan of silicone. Is that a spray? This is, no, this is, is a... pure. Okay. And they make the best stuff. There's one. Uh, the silicone is great. This is the water base, which is the traditional. Yes, this is the traditional. Uh, Pure PJUR, and then are you ready? The one I've been saving. No, bad. We can't. You can't. Yeah, I can. Just hand her the box, and she can look in it. Just look inside. Finally, a voice of reason in the room. Yeah, don't pull it out. Just hand her the box. Why? I don't know because I don't know. Everybody, stop saying box. I'm very. uh, This is called the heavy vein dong twist bottom. Of course it is. What else would you call it? (laughs) And it is a vibrator. Uh, okay. There's a pull issue at home. Are you ready? Here it is. This is from Doc Johnson. Oh, my. Wow. <laughs> oh, she took a picture of you holding it, dude. You're done. You're toast. You're toast. Yeah, you just got me too. You're toast. Welcome to the Bob and Chewy show. You just got me too, You're done. It's all over for you. I have audio permission. You had a good run. I don't know, Your Honor. You had a good run. Now, Your Honor. Justice, which, which of these items would you like? Mm, it's kind of tough. I don't know. There's too, there's too many veins. Any of it. You know, well, okay. Would you pre- would you prefer the fifty dollar gift card? Oh yeah, I want the. I want okay, the let's card. give it to Justice. Yay! And, I'll, and whoever wants the rest of this stuff, uh, pervert, come pick it up. <laughs> pick it up, you pervert. Twisted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just whoever whoever wants the rest of the stuff, uh, we'll do do caller five. Oh, they have to give their first and last name. Yeah, and they got to oh, do a lot of breathing on heavy. First they, and last name on the air because this is about eleven or twelve inches of manhood here. <laughs> Jesus. So it's also a self-defense device as I'm gonna, well. If you, I'm gonna, gonna, if you wanted, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this in <laughs> right, my like uh, a blackjack. Except I'm gonna put this in my. Uh, I'm just gonna put this in my pants as well. Oh, at the, the Bob Schneider show. show. Yeah. Sorry, my wife is freaking out at home. The pool's being filled, and she says it's being filled from the plumbing. I don't know what she means here. Oh. Yeah. What oh, the uh, the water is starting to go in the pool <laughs> through the plumbing. Oh. <laughs> Get the scrubbing bubbles out there. I'm sure it'll be fine. They'll fix it. What <laughs> do you mean? Yeah. This may be a thing that you don't want to text. Take you might want to directly talk to him. Pick. All right. Mm-hmm. Sorry. 
Oh, hi. We're on the air. Hey. <laughs> hi. Yeah, I, I did the worst things that this jockey could do. Just get on text. No, after I got that contract from Memphis, I bought a, I bought that used Porsche, oh. which is the kiss of death for radio personalities. And then I started, you know, I thought the ratings would come back, and I started building a pool. And I walk out, and it looks like a monument to my death. Oh, no. what do you mean? Out there. Well, because I worry, you know, you know the business. Oh, I haven't, I haven't saved not enough. the time for big investments. I, I haven't saved enough. But, oh, but she's doing great now. So, but it's business. filled with water and beautiful looking. But she's and... the head of recruiting now for Realty Awesome. She's doing great. Yeah, thanks, and thanks to thanks to Bob's friend who I got in a fight with the first night I, I met. I had him. to straighten that mess out, or else the shoot. first wow. night I met him. I can't believe you. And now he's a, a friend of mine. We didn't have a fight. They were Sarah Palin fans. Who won? It was way back in the day. Seemed like both very likable and people. And they, they're both very likable. Shay's great, and so is Michael. And Sarah Palin is, too. Yeah. <laughs> She's just kind of goofy as well. And they couldn't understand why we were agnostic. So, you know, huh. but that's, that's, that's water under the bridge. Well, that's where it's a broken uh, Okay, we were talking about the guy who, I want to play the video of this. This is a guy who says he will, uh, he'll take $25,000 if you find him a man. I don't, oh, never mind. No, well, not I can, a woman, not a man. Well, I know, but I can understand now why he needs 20 or 5 grand. A little nervous, excited. Yeah. Want to get this thing going. Well, tell me about He it. looks like Jeff Ward in a way. Look at that. A little mm. bit. Don't you think so? Yeah. No, he looks like... So, we developed this He looks like Jerry Seinfeld a little bit. Right? And I don't want to go back to the normal app-based dating stuff. I think that a lot of people treat each other pretty poorly through that. And it's a toxic community. Uh, breaking news. The All person right. who wanted the giant dong vibrator <laughs> from Taboo is my good friend, Pining Girl. Oh. oh. The woman who creams, creams up. Yeah, oh, she wow. She will now. Freudian. Freudian. She is a crime scene cleanup expert. She's created her own business. You talk about doing some tough work. I've that heard of that before. Never but bring your work home. Listen, y'all take... Solace, she might have to clean up a, a homicide or something, but oh. she's going to go home and be taken care of by that giant thing yep. that we just gave her. Wow. Thanks, Stephanie. Appreciate it. Man. Let's hear this guy. And Choice there, so I'm choosing not to do that. And I'm not a person that sits around and does nothing about something. I, I don't want to sit out. We all, as single people. Here, here's what I think that's going on here. He's not a bad-looking guy. He's obviously successful. He loves dogs. Uh, he's over 40, and I think uh, bars aren't what they used to be. You don't go there. Everything's online now, isn't it, to meet the girls? Chew? Uh, yeah. I mean, you can do it the other way, too. I don't know. Go to clubs at night? Yeah. But here's the thing. People I noticed when I hit 40, I was in Lucky Lounge, and I was like, wow, nobody talks to me Yeah, anymore. it's over I was, Yeah, I was like, oh, I don't know what's going on. Why is he hanging out at a playground? Well, he's looking very <laughs> that, suspicious. That, that, that picture looks a little incriminating. I know he's with his dog, but Bumble, Tinder, oh, he lives in a hinge, split level. The, the latest is, oh, but we oh, only man. do it because oh. <laughs> that's sad. Yeah, y'all are house shaming someone. Yeah, that has a house. Uh, Why didn't he have a home? We don't better. have split levels here. Oh, you, we, that's probably the Northeast. That's all yeah. that's available. You're to. the one. No, Dan it's Kansas. Daniel's. Yeah, no, but Daniel's mm. the one who said that the Northeast is that the East is all worn out, all the buildings and everything because they've been around so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Wow. You got good memory. I'm trying to develop a better way, and I think this is it. Yeah, pay for it. So I know that app-based dating is so bad that there's a certain segment of the demographics that choose not even to He's enter. remodeling the inside okay. of it, though. So there we go. He's flipping. All right. I don't know why he's going into such explanation.
Uh, Val, this is kind of fast food fanatics and Valentine's Day. What? Uh, there are Valentine's candies coming out, and I didn't get a chance to read this. A confectioner has paired ketchup and chocolate in mouthwatering truffles. Not a truffle fan. Not a not a truffle fan. Yeah, how about, that's what's worrying you about, about this. How about, how about the ketchup? A, how about not a chocolate ketchup fan? Oh, can you imagine biting into a chocolate and it's got a ketchup filling? Right, but I don't think that's what it is. It's the same thing we do when we talk about ice cream. It sounds like a weird ice cream, like the mustard right. ice cream, but it's going to have a salty, a, sweet It's going to have maybe. a hint of it, and it's probably going to be excellent. I can't be near ketchup at all. Oh, no? No, no, I mean, I can't even have it on the table. I had a bad experience. What, to go on? Yeah, I was, I've told you the story. It, it, you know what a ball pack is? It's a Mylar bag. Yeah, uh, at a restaurant. Show, a restaurant. Yeah. And you put it up there and you you fill up the yeah. nozzles with it. One of the nozzles burst on me while I was waiting tables. We were slammed. And it started just like I was uh, like the Dutch boy at the dike <laughs> trying to hold it in with my hands. And it was squirting into my neck and it went down into my shirt. And I got like a spare tire of ketchup around my body. <laughs> and it just drizzled down my shorts into my socks. And I, we were too busy for me to go change. So I had to just work All like day. that for eight hours. And it, at the end of it, I smell like B.O. and ketchup. And to this day, I, I, I just rest. That's one of the most dangerous things to do in the kitchen is refill that ketchup dispenser. I don't disagree with you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, how's, it, the, how's because, it dangerous? Because it has to be a certain level where you can dispense, but it's just high enough to where you have to put that big bag over yep. like that. Yep. And if you accidentally hit that dispenser, there's ketchup everywhere. He's absolutely that, okay, accurate. But you said dangerous. Well, what could happen to him? Well, now <laughs> I can't enjoy ketchup anymore. Can you, your wife works at uh, the fish market. Quality yeah. Can you Can you take cocktail sauce? I, I can take cocktail sauce, cause yeah. if there's a, but I load it with horseradish. I, love, I load yeah, it with horseradish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Wow. I'm that way. I haven't had milk. I haven't had a glass now, what's your milk thing? I was a kid one. I, I think this is it. I was a kid one time, and the Wizard of Oz monkey scared the crap out of me. And something, I, I want to say I drank milk with tomato juice or something. What? As a kid. And I and I woke up vomiting. and not, Yeah, I don't know what happened. But I have never been, I haven't sat down. I haven't had a, now I haven't, I don't eat cereal anymore, but I would have milk with cereal. Sure. Now I'll have ice cream. But I've never had a, I haven't had a glass of milk in 40 years. Not wow. a glass, no. No. Uh, no. No, there's something about it. I don't know. Huh. Some, some, something about it. Ketchup. Well, and the ch- tomato juice. Ketchup and chocolate lovers. Uh, can rejoice on Valentine's Day with a box of Heinz tomato ketchup truffles. We're not calling it Valentine's Day. Uh, I got news for the oh, Heinz Corporation. On. We are not renaming this Hallmark holiday. Huh? That'll catch on. The truffles presented a sweetheart box made by hand, combined its more than 150 years of Heinz experience with the expertise of Fortnum's, the chocolate people, to create nine delectable chocolates. The box contains a selection of milk-white, dark-shelled truffles filled with blonde chocolate Ganache and Heinz tomato ketchup, so it's actually in there. No, no. Now the next one, the next one you guys are gonna like. Here you go. Okay, you can buy a Valentine's bouquet of ribs. A Valentine's bouquet of ribs at uh, where is this? Baby back ribs in a little thing, and this is uh, where is it? Boston Market. Ah, Boston Market. <laughs> Boston Market. Uh, you know how to treat a gal. <laughs> the bouquet will be available today at all Boston Market restaurants nationwide. Each one costs twenty nine ninety nine, which is about heavens. which is about half the price of roses sold at a high end florist. Mm. We toyed with the idea of adding baby back ribs to our menu. We knew we wanted to focus on flavor and quality. Said Chef T- Chef Tony. 
uh, Director of Culinary Innovation. That's why we're slow cooking our ribs to fall off the bone perfection before smothering them in sweet baby Ray's famous hickory barbecue sauce. Chef Tony. So last minute idea you could run by uh, Boston Market. Do we at, have a- at HEB yesterday they had uh, raw ribeye steaks that they had butterflied. In the shape of a heart. Uh, we, we bought them. Oh, you got some? Yeah. yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I, went to, I went to Randall's, and my wife's not a fan of roses, but I just saw this gorgeous color of roses. Yeah. And guess what they ran out of at my Randall's? What? The bag. Oh, no. The oh, bag the, you put it in? The bag. So it doesn't. So it just go here. That's the cheapest that's... thing. Well, no, they ran out of the bags. I'm not, you're not going to take that thing, you know, wet yeah. all over the place. So you didn't get flowers? No, I got her. Uh, I got her a sex toy from Taboo. Eighty-five. Actually, oh, okay, Randy um, gave it to me. Eighty-nine dollars. She turned like her nose up at. She she hit it out of my hand. Whoa! Well, they were ribs. She said I almost lost one of those ones. <laughs> oh! And I said, were you that close to it? Mm-hmm. No, it's one of those things that's got a pull string, and you put it up up somewhere. I have no idea what you were saying. Okay, to it's right a now. little vibrator, and it takes care of the G. Okay, G man. But what is this? Where does the string come in? Well, the G-Man, do you, do you not know anything about your wife's body? Well, I th- I like to think so. What are you accusing me of? Having short fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I got the little Vienna sausage and t- fingers. And a tiny one. <laughs> and I'm nearsighted. Yeah. You do the come hither method, Okay, right? yeah, no, this I knew. Okay. This I knew. So that goes up there, but to keep it safe, there's a, some strings that, that come out. <laughs> okay. And in an emergency, you, it's, there are two loops. You, you yank it out. And like what? And what, what are those you, New Year's Eve toys that shoots out confetti? <laughs> she's confetti. What do you say before you before uh, you? T- I mean, I don't know. She's kind of really conservative. We, Wait, there we, needs to be some I, kind of audible I, warning. I opened our, verbal warning. We, we had a kit. Oh, kids are listening. We had a kit with everything in it. Yeah. And uh, I opened it recently. She thrown everything fun out. Yeah. Everything fun. So there you go. There's a little bit of Valentine's Day for you. And we got a break again? Okay, let's do another. Let's do the two Rolling Stones songs. Uh, we're calling this uh, The Stones Undercover. And when we come back, I'm going to play the rest of them and take your phone calls. You've got to guess the name of the band and the artist. Do the first one again. Okay, and then let's do the second one. Everybody knows that one. Yeah, there you go. That one's easy. So if you could write them all down for me, Daniel. That's two. Don't call yet. you got to have all five. And we'll do the Rolling Stones coming up as well as Melissa Etheridge. Uh, Matt Sadler is here. He's got a great fun thing going on at the... Uh, it's the Fallout the, the Theater. Fallout Theater. Yep. It's a week from Thursday. Yes. Uh, yeah, on Thursday Is there a website anybody could go to? Falloutcomedy.com. Falloutcomedy.com. You've got to be essing me is the name and of And the then show. after 5 o'clock, I want you people to call in for airport rules. There's a big right. controversy, a video of a woman getting, not she didn't get punched, but the back of her chair gets punched by this dude because she leaned her chair back. And i got to tell you, even though I don't think the guy should have, I just sigh when somebody leans back. I know. Back it's like, do you really need that two degrees of incline? Yeah, but it's not. It, it, makes, it makes me more miserable than it's making you happy. Hold on. That's not an right? issue with you. Why? You're not that tall. You don't get your knees whacked. I don't, I don't like my... I, I, why am I talking like Larry David? <laughs> I, I don't like my space encroached upon. All right. All right. When we come back, a guy gets beat up because of a non-MAGA hat that he was okay. wearing. Now, I know today is uh, Valentine's Day. 4.51 in the afternoon. Hello, everyone. Matt Bearden is out, so we have Matt Sadler here. Here, Those of you who knew Charlie Hodge and that halftime show, you remember him as Chicken Wing. 
Still don't know. How, who, who gave you that name? I'm telling you, I was not feeling well one morning because I had uh, had too much beer and I drank. I was a vegetarian, but I ate a bunch of chicken wings. And I was then really I a vegetarian. Testimony distress. And you guys started, you just <laughs> laid in. I was sitting in that chair right there, and you both got, like, in each ear. And chicken you started wing. screaming chicken wing, and it went into the microphone, and everybody picked up on it that Sounds morning. very cruel. I don't remember. No, it was all done in fun. I don't think it was cruel. Chicken to. wing. But, yeah, that was. But you weren't a vegetarian, obviously. Well, I wasn't a very, I just wasn't very good at what it. What do you do now? I, 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 you know, I read labels. No, you, but you eat meat? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I try to eat it, you know, sparingly. Yeah, I do, too. But trying to, you know. Well, that's not true at all, but I've had meat every... I've had chicken every night. <laughs> you ever chicken every night? Chicken what's, every night. What's that? You ever have jackfruit? Uh, uh, no, I have not. Mm. I've never eaten that. I mean, so Amanda and I watched store. this documentary over the holidays uh-huh. uh, about the, the, the real problem with obesity. You know, we did the keto thing, and it works to get fat off quick, but it, it's not sustainable it's not in the long run because you'll crave stuff. I don't know. Chuck, our engineer, has sustained it for two years now. I don't mm. know the magic, but it was all about... Uh, plant based and and I and I'm no tree hugger hippie. Sure, sure, sure. I I do worry about all the packaging that we have. And, Don't eat uh, it. Uh, <laughs> I think we're way that easy. you know, and I do believe in global warming because it's real and and uh, and all those things. But I've never been one. You know, I've always thought that the animals were here for us to eat. You know, and as long as I don't have to see them killed, I'll be okay. Yeah. But you watch this thing, and they started talking about how bad it is that ranching is for the environment. Yeah. Now, I'd always thought the cart, the fart thing from the cows is overblown. But it's not just that. It's that we eat, we process so many animals that whatever, the methane and, and the feed and all of it uh, take uh, takes away. I don't know what it is. got to watch it. And it's it. water, too, I think. So so we were, t- yeah, for the for the crops. We were talking, we thought, well, we'll do that. And we bought some. Now, what do you call it? Incredible sausage, which was amazing, but some of the other stuff wasn't that amazing. Is that a store bought thing? The what? The Impossible sausage. The same people who do the Impossible Burger. Yeah, the Burger King's carrying. Yeah. I don't know how they pull this off, but they made the sausage taste like sausage. Really, it's excellent. I haven't had it yet, but you know how it is. You know how it goes. It's just that's unsustainable because yeah. it's not around all the time. You right. got to cook and you got to yeah, do it's those more things. More expensive, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I was a vegetarian for about mm, four days. Yeah. Yeah, four days. We cook at home a lot. Yeah. You know, we try not to eat out too much. Yeah, well, we don't. Yeah. You know, no, we don't. No, well, Amanda cooks at home, but all right, I don't, this is boring. I'm sorry. No, it's not your fault. I realized I got into something that sounded like, it sounded like we were talking on KUT. I, uh, you know, I, over the holidays, uh, I realized what it was doing to the environment, and I decided... At that moment, that I was no longer going to participate in this kind of thing. So, uh, the wife and I went out and bought all these wonderful foods at Whole Foods, and, and we are now a, a plant-based family. Oh, yes. Well, that's actually one of the artists I have in this contest. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. well, nobody knows that. They would I know, know but I heard it. That's I heard funny, it. though. I, I heard it. All right. I, I said something. I said an artist, which is I'm like, I don't even know who they are. I've just All seen right. their name. So let's do these and, and get going here. Let's do, let's do these and and uh, give away these Rolling Stone tickets. Right. It's almost five o'clock. I know one of the answers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have um, uh, Rolling Stones tickets, and those tickets went on sale today. I wonder, I wonder if there's any available still. 
Those went on sale today. Uh, and we have a pair for you, the No Filter Tour, the Rolling Stones uh, on Memorial Day. So these are all cover songs. That's why we're calling it the Stones Undercover. And uh, here's number one again. All right, here's number two. Hold up. All right, you, if you don't know that one, then you should just give up. Yeah, on hang that up. One. You got to give up on that one. All right, and here is uh, number three. I'm going to just give you number three where you keep talking. Now, I don't even know if that one's a cover. Or if that was a oh, like, a cover of a cover of a cover. No, that's that yeah, song's. That, oh yeah, right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is that a standard? This is, I, yeah, I don't know on that one. No, so that's, that's, a stone that, song. that's three. I'll give you more in just a minute. I'm move, I'm going to tease you a little bit more on this. Uh, but I want I've been wanting to show this one all week. Uh, there was a dude who was wearing a parody of a MAGA hat, and he got beat up. These nuts over his MAGA hat. They it didn't said, read it. It said "Make Fifty Great Again." And somebody kicked his ass. I don't know where this went on. Let's find out from the news story for this TV station. A man's surprise birthday gift leads to a surprise attack. A woman was offended by his red ball cap. The hat read, make 50 great again. And tonight, he wants to make his own statement, speaking only to News 4. Daniel Sprague was at the stage bar on Broadway, sporting gifts his wife gave him for his 50th birthday bash. People were just coming up to me and, you know, loving the little, uh, you know, wordplay on the hat and taking pictures and wishing me a happy birthday. The red cap with white letters reading, making 50 great again, was clearly too much for one woman at the bar. At one point, um, a female came up from behind me, spun me around and punched me in the face and then grabbed my hat off my head and was just yelling, how dare you? These photos show wow. the damage done. I mean, she gave me a really nice little gouge. He's a big dude. That's a, that's a wedding ring gouge. Had, yeah. You know, a ring or she maybe even had a set of keys or something to get it because it is pretty deep and it goes to the bone. Sprague, a retired oh. police officer from New York, filed a police report. He says someone needs to make a stand. This is wrong. We can't just go around as a society because somebody has a political opinion that you know, that doesn't match theirs. Sprague says the woman needs help. He'll press charges if they can find her. She has issues. I feel bad for her. His message to the woman? Happy birthday would have been nicer than a punch in the face. Yeah, dude, what is I Look, I get really angry. That's why I stopped watching I stopped watching most of the news most of the time. I, I watched some today, and it made me, Bill Barr made me super angry. Won't get into all that, but... I don't understand where you think you can go up to someone. Uh, I heard a guy listening to a station that broadcasts a lot of propaganda, and I, where you you're going to go up and you're going to you're going to tell somebody you're going to be violent. Well, you got slapped in that star well, bar. That time. Just, I, funny you should mention that because he said if they can find her, I kept a young lady's name and her work address on the desktop of my computer for two years. I looked up what the statute of limitations was on assault. It's two years in time. Is it really? I was on a date with this uh, the woman who uh, sold me the Indian kid. <laughs> that sounds terrible. That sounds terrible. No, I was dating a girl who is, and this this is one of those girls who claimed afterwards told her friends she never went out with me and that nothing happened. Uh, and, and I love her to death. Huh. I'm not. I said her name a few weeks ago. I'm not going to say it again. 
And she's married. We're all happy. Blah, blah, blah. And uh, so I'm on this date with this woman. And I'm going to jump ahead here. The next morning, she called me and said, I can't go out with you anymore. And I go, why? She says, you're too controversial. But I was sitting at the Star Bar, ironically, where my wife and I fell for each other on the first date. And we were on this date. And all of a sudden, this is right. This is 2003, right as the war is brewing in Iraq. And I had realized that when that guy walked out that long hallway and said shock and awe, I go, wait a minute, they're not the ones who bombed us on 9-11. What are we doing in Iraq? And I came back on the air, and I caught hell for it. Uh, I go, I think they're lying to us. And I've been proven right all these years. Uh, I've apologized to Natalie Maines because early on, Bob and I were like, the Dixie Chicks, how dare she say something? We're still a little raw. Yeah. So anyway, this girl in her her 20s, I guess, mid-20s, she worked for an ad agency that did all the advertising for car dealerships. Yeah. Out of Louisiana or somewhere like that. And uh, I think I met her here. I wasn't on a date with her. It was a group of people. Friend Dreiser. Yes, Friend Dreiser. (laughs) And she, that always reminds me of that Saturday Night Live bit. I was, uh, I had those pair of, uh, what were they, uh, you know, when you're doing, guys, you don't remember the bit? Yes. Where you say something. Right. Uh, I had that pair of, uh, you know. uh, uh, Tweeters. Well, well, obviously, pliers (laughs) would be smart. (laughs) You're supposed to bring up something ridiculous. So. Uh, so she, uh, uh, we're sitting there, and I go, "This is this is stupid," and I'm talking about it, and she goes, "How dare you? How dare you say that?" And I go, "Look, young lady, I I was seven years old, six or seven years old, when a car pulled up to my next door neighbor's house, a green army car, had to have driven all the way from Dallas to get out and tell our neighbors that their son had died in Vietnam, and I still remember his name. His name is Rocky Armstead, and then I think I said something to the effect of." You don't know what the hell you're talking about. And this chick slapped, grabbed my face yeah. and took her fingernails and, and pulled and pulled the skin. It looks like a movie thing, uh, like the howling and pulled the skin off of my face. And I, I don't I remember kind of having to be restrained because in that situation, you know, you're always you're always told never, ever hit sure, a woman. Sure, sure. Right. But right. in that situation, I was really debating mm-hmm. what I was supposed to do there. And uh, the date and I got out, and I came in with scabs on my face, and I got, and I was thinking, I don't know why I never did, but I, you know, I had her name there to press charges on. What happened when you guys went back to her place? No, no, no. no. <laughs> uh, who knows? Who knows? I just got a call the next morning, and she said, and I didn't even do anything. I just was talking about my my partic- particular beliefs. Well, to your point, I really don't think you have a right to not be offended by somebody else's hat or t-shirt you know uh you just can't and you certainly can't assault them for it no there was a guy on the worst carnival cruise line i don't know if you know this i will talk about it, about you know what i actually felt bad for the people on that on that princess cruise who cannot get off the boat right i can't imagine that's nutty the, the only thing better is even though it's owned by carnival it's got to be a little bit better than that carnival thuggish trip that i went on uh, they got. They tried to get me fired because, and I because I I said give me a discount when I videotaped a fight where a guy punched a woman. Uh-huh. Um, now I forgot my my original point uh, of the whole thing. You Over- don't have the right to not be offended. Yeah, there's a guy. There's a guy that had. I knew it was a four day cruise out of Houston. I go down to the to the casino and there's a guy wearing a uh, cut off sleeve shirt. You may have known it as a white beater at one time. I'm I'm not going to call it that. And it said. The flag is for standing. The cross is for kneeling. And I, and I find that fake patriotism just ridiculous. That 
that faux patriotism. But so. you didn't hit him. No, I didn't say a word to him. Yeah. That's my point. Yeah, I'm not going to. I mean, why? why? Yeah. You're not going to change anybody's mind. Right. Plus, every fight I've been in, I've been, I've gotten my ass kicked. So there you go. What Now, what else did I want to? Uh, uh, oh, here we go. Uh we did we didn't do why you taboo so I'm I'm running ahead here on some of the stuff. Oh. Uh one of the Blue Jays pitchers got caught whacking it in his car and got arrested in Florida, wasn't it? Yeah. Now he, here's where he made his mistake. I did this probably more than once, but the last time I remember was the middle of the day and you know the triangle shopping yes. center. Yes. I don't know why, but I just I noticed there were no cars. After this first floor, and I just went to the very top. What time of day was this? Eh, a little past lunchtime. Okay, I don't remember what triggered it, but well, there was nobody. Nobody could see me, and it was and it was in the privacy of my own truck. Uh huh. I haven't done that since. Okay, but because why? I felt really bad afterwards. Oh, I see. Yeah, I, I was. I thought it was going to end yeah. with you getting caught up. Are so. you guys on the show? You with me? I'm, I'm yeah. here. I'm here. I'm, I'm waiting for the story. Okay, yeah, I'm yeah, actually, I'm actually done, missing. Before, I'm actually miss. You have? Yeah, I was driving though on the way to Vegas. By the way, and I'm not trying to be a topper, but I'll top this. Okay, go ahead. No, that's it. I was driving to Vegas, and there's nobody around while I'm driving. Just watched a little something on the on the phone. Oh, you that, you were distracted. You had porn. I was going 80 miles an hour. <laughs> on your thing? No, it came no, 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 I'm talking about oh, my hand. Oh, all right, my <laughs> hand was going 80. That's what it, I was going 70, 75. Why not pull over? I wanted well, to make good time. Okay, the obvious question: What did you do when it was time? Oh, uh, uh, I think I grabbed. <laughs> yeah, this is a good question. I, I, I think I grabbed a, like a uh, a napkin I had like in the glove uh, okay. compartment. All right, we found uh, out. We found out this week that Dan, well, I, I guess it's been around forever. That we found out that Daniel, like you know, people in some countries only eat with their left hand because their right hand yes. they use for. You know, sanitary. Yes. That Daniel, his entire life has only used his left hand because of a similar reason. Do you think it would be gross after that? No, I just started that way. Hmm. Okay, that's weird. <laughs> I don't remember. I thought he said he something was born about it. this way. Though. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, like, can you? Can does your left hand work when you guys use it? My left hand. Does it work? Yeah. Like, can you use your left hand? Yeah. 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 Look. No, it's no, not. I cannot. I, I can't say it on the air. You know what I mean? Just oh, like, doing that. Yeah. Just like it's not as good. Just, right. Well, so imagine that, but reversed. I, I can't. I have oh, the same feeling with my right hand. I can't. No, no, it's harder. He bats left-handed. Yes, yeah. indeed. But like everything else in your life. Everything is right else in my life is right-handed. And so, I think this no, picture. I, is also I talked about this. I tried to fix the <laughs> toilet the other day. And I was trying to get the nut around. I'd pause for a laugh line there from Matt. Uh, the, and I was trying to get the, you know, in a crowded, and then I couldn't thread the thing. And your left hand is useless. I mean, whichever is your least dominant hand is worthless. Uh, TMZ Sports has attained the police report for. Wait, TMZ has a sports department? Now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Blue Jays catcher Reese McGuire arrested. The cops say uh. witnesses told him he had been uh, rubbing it out in a parked car. Uh, before they arrived on the scene. According to the report, the cops say after they rolled up in the parking lot, they saw McGuire with his shirt barely covering his stuff and his sweatpants around his ankles. They claim in a report when they got McGuire out of the car, <laughs> said, this this poor we've, kid. Been, we've been filthy all week. I'm sorry. That's all right. He was uh, strong like bull. He was, uh, you know, he was still in, 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 in the proper mood. Right. And they said it was very apparent. Cops say he apologized and profusely saying, I'm sorry, so sorry, this is embarrassing. I really shouldn't have been doing that. Uh, you think? Yeah. Well, oh, I forgot to top you. Are you ready? Okay, go ahead. 
driving from Lubbock to South Padre Island uh-huh. on my honeymoon of my first marriage. And just so bored. Bored. If you've never driven from Lubbock down to Odessa. Who was driving? I was. Okay. And my uh, ex-wife was asleep, and uh, she caught me. <laughs> well, it ended up with some good sex, though, right? Uh, no, it's huge. Shame. All over the place. Oh. Yeah. I mean, she laughed, I think. I think she was laughing. But I was also younger. That you know, funny. in your 20s. Huh. And that goes on every day. So there so you did go. Did this guy get arrested? or I mean, feel Yeah. Like- I feel bad well, for this kid now. I mean, just now the locker oh, look room. At this. The locker room is never going to be the same with this guy. In the report, cops claim when they got McGuire's phone to try to find his current address, they noticed an extremely pornographic video was playing. That's not illegal. What's extremely pornographic? I mean, I, one man's trash is another man's exactly. treasure. You know? <laughs> what is extremely I, pornographic? I love the last line of the article. He's got an uphill battle between his apology and that he looks like a porn guy. <laughs> Yeah. What does a porn guy look like? Well, he's got a little bit of a porn stash. Oh, well, there's that. Well, at least he plays in Canada. He looks yeah. a little like Leo, doesn't he? He's pitching in a trench coat. I guess that... Mm. <laughs> oh, man. They don't lot. know the circumstances that led to Reese getting busy by himself in the parking lot. Maybe it was... Uh, okay, there's a TMZ. Uh, I saw Jada Stevens' name. I'm trying to be funny. Jada Stevens, where was that? Uh, the second to last paragraph, or the last paragraph, yeah. Instead, it turns out Reese was potentially breaking the law, and he's now being charged with exposure of sexual organs which is a crude crime to be in your car, of, even for a Florida man. I, I thought a car by the the castle rule or whatever was an extension of your home. No, dri- no. remember, driving is not a right. It's a, a uh, privilege. But also, I mean, even if you're how in your house, if you go up against the window and start mm. doing it, you know I what mean, I mean? Yeah, there was a story a, a couple of years ago about a guy doing it. I mean, that. if you're in full view, that's... Tent your windows, people. All right, here we go. Going to add another song to uh, The Stones Undercover. I'll just, uh, you've heard the first two, I hope. I'm just going to do the last one. That was the third one. Yeah, that's the third one. And now here's the fourth one. All right. And uh, I'll go ahead and do the fifth one. Here we go. Here's the fifth one. All Stone songs. You got to tell me the name of the song and the artist, and uh, I will open up the phones after this next story. So I'll open them up right now. Five one two eight three four zero nine three seven. Five one two eight three four zero nine three seven. Disc golf flare gun brandishing. <laughs> really, I feel like you're making these up today. Uh. Well, you know, we didn't have as many contests. I mean, we got a pro baseball player well, we can in Florida. The, we, as soon as I get the Stones giveaway, we'll do our phone topic. And I got to go back and find that video of the guy punching the uh, seat of that woman. Uh, <laughs> I saw this and thought of uh, immediately thought of our listener, uh, uh, Fish, Fishhead, who is a disc golf fanatic. Let's see what happened here in Wichita Falls, Texas. Flare gun. Wichita Falls. Wow. To the arrest of 34-year-old Mark Peters for aggravated assault with a flare gun. Police say the victim called and said that he and Peters were at the fourth hole of the course right there at Lucy Park when Peters got upset and began yelling at him. He said Peters pulled an orange flare gun from a black handle uh, or with a black handle from his left pants leg. Now, I saw a movie, and I don't remember which, maybe it's more than one, 
where a flare gun just goes went into a guy's chest and killed. What? Well, let's not forget the, the song "Smoke on the Water" either. With some stupid with a flare gun, burn the place, burn the to, place the, to the ground. To the ground with deep purple. Right. What, what movie was that? You remember that? Did anybody see a movie? Yeah, the guy I, gets hit with a flare gun. Was it Bond? No, was I, was it a, I think yeah, I think it's a Die Hard movie. Was maybe. it? Was I it? saw a guy blow up a shark with a. A tank and a... That was Jaws. <laughs> oh, did Mythbusters did a little did movie that. called Myth, Jaws. Mythbusters tried to do that yeah, one time couldn't. and said it could not happen. What? No. I don't believe it. Couldn't happen. I don't think the bullet could penetrate. They're saying that he was going to, quote, shoot your expletive expletive. The victim ran and hid behind a tree while Peters was aiming the gun at his face and said Peters left the park in a gold Honda. Officers say they stopped a gold Honda on Fillmore and patted Peters down and discovered a holster on his left calf. And <laughs> You're in, okay. He had a holster right. for the flare gun. I, I know Texas pretty well, and I don't. Uh, I, my friend Steve Lockoff is from Wichita Falls. I don't. Is it? Is it something where you would need a flare gun in an emergency? Is there water nearby? Is there? A, there's probably a man-made lake up there. I don't know. Who He's would playing carry, golf? Who would carry a flare gun in a holster? I don't know, but I think the takeaway is if somebody's after you with a flare gun, hide behind a tree. Is it's the flare inescapable? Gun, is the flare gun covered by the Second Amendment? I don't know. Should there be a registration? I'm sure our forefathers. Flare gun in his disc golf bag. They say Peters told them that he got into an argument and warned the other player to leave him alone because he had a flare gun in his bag, but denied pulling it out. Officers say since the victim described the gun in detail. They did not believe Peters. An officer said, had he been shot, the victim could have had major burns and the flare could have also gone through yes. his eye sockets. Uh, what? Jesus, what? That's conjecture. What? That is a... yeah. He'd have to be a really good shot. Well, it could go through his eye sockets. The cop just watched Christmas Story. You're going to shoot your eye out. You're That's a your... public course, right? That's not a country club. <laughs> right? uh, yeah, Bob, it's disc golf. Oh, disc golf, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't disc think there is yeah. hoity uh, There's not, there's not any I'll tell you what, club. though, I bet all the ball is. busting, yeah. I would much rather play disc golf than, than ball golf. And I won't go into the boring story oh. about the time we get in a fight with ball with disc golfers. I wish I had a flare gun on and me. I'll tell it really quick. We had, we thought, I don't, this guy was building a giant disc golf course. No, that wasn't it. No, we, we had a golf tournament. Yeah, he, no, 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 same guy, though. He convinced us that oh. we should do a golf versus... Uh, disc golf for charity mm -hmm. on a golf course. So in other words, you just throw throw the disc, and we go, yeah, we'll do it. We'll, we'll we never play, but we'll go, we'll go play. You know, whatever. So we really had nothing to do with it. And uh, as we were walking off to our cars, the the disc golfers began to taunt us, mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and they were going, hey, yeah, you got to put your bag in the car, huh, ball golfer. Whatever, ball golfer. That was the insult? Yeah. Yeah, they're like the flat earthers of golf. Oh, it was like, wait a minute, it's not ball golf, it's golf. It's just golf. <laughs> There's no ball golf. All right, let's take see if we can get a, uh, some winners here. Billy. Billy, be hey, a hero. Are you going to guess the songs for us? Wait, you want to sing a song? Oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> oh, you missed this, Matt? You missed this about... Hold, Billy. Hold, hold on. Well, yeah, what'd you, what'd you need? Okay. My what? name is Billy. Yeah, what'd you need, Billy? <laughs> no, you guys were talking about lefty and righty, which, you know, how you take care of yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, I mean, after a certain amount of years, I, I tried to lefty, you know, because he's got more finesse. You know, I mean, I'm a mechanic. You use my right hand for breaking off nuts and ripper stuff. But it has more finesse. I mean, it's less callous. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, exactly. Softer. You know I mean, and it feels like somebody else. You know what I mean? Uh, that's the oldest, that's oldest joke in the world. Hey, uh, but it's not a joke anyway. though. It's, hey, it's very uh, real. Daniel, Daniel, yeah. we're hey, uh, Justice. Remember what I said about when we move on, or was that Jr.? I'm sorry, I probably missed. It. No, you're okay. You're, you're okay. You're not in trouble. You're well, yeah, you're kind trouble. of in we trouble. We appreciate you listening. I'm have sorry you, you ever, have you ever tasted yourself? Whoa, whoa. We had what? Some curse. No. Oh, we had a big Rolling Stones. We thought you wanted to win the Stones tickets. Thanks, Billy. All right. I think. I still think that Dale might be the only one in this room that has had a taste of himself. Thanks, Daniel. Appreciate that. Hello. What a beautiful Valentine's Day I'm trying to away Rolling Stones tickets, and uh, I, I, I don't think that's true. I think that I, I admit to a lot of things that everybody has. For example, Bob says he's never eaten a booger. Right. I promise you, when he was a when he was a, a toddler, he ate a booger. Not that I can remember. Yeah. So I'm probably not the only guy that has uh, sampled things in my life. When did I confess that, or am I just doing it now? Oh, we done on the air before. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Let's, yeah. let's, I, I'm looking at Chewy. I know he has. No, and he, and I have he won't not. admit it. You he heard admit what it. I just oh, admitted. Oh, to. Chewy. I just admitted to jerking on the way to Vegas. Every guy has done everything. Probably even when I was a kid, you try to touch it with your tongue. Come on, stop it. I like. Uh, Dan, what's up? Dan, save us. Save us. God, you mean, I just said random. I think Dale's the only one that's Ooh. ever done this. <laughs> I don't even work here. My hands are getting sweaty right now. <laughs> okay, Dan, you got the songs? Uh, maybe. Uh, so the first one, you 2 or Bono? I'm not, I, I won't give you an answer. You, you just got to guess all five them. in a row. Name of the artist. What's the song title? Okay. Uh, number one, you 2 Number two. Wait, what was no, the song Dan, title? You got to name the song. Oh, uh, oh God! Um, I then, then, then I don't know. You've been tasting yourself. I didn't write that. I've just been writing down the uh, the band. Yeah, yeah, oh, you gotta no. have the songs well, too. Okay, get them and call back. Thank you, Dan. Jeff, rescue us. Hey guys! All right, I'm I'm ready. All right, uh, Jeff. So we got number one, uh, U2, Painted Black. Number two was a uh, Devo, Satisfaction. Yeah. And Gendo. Uh Number three was Little Richard, Brown Sugar. Number four was uh, Linda Ronstadt, Tumbling Dice. And number five was uh, Tegan and Sarah, Fool to Cry. You're going to the Stones. Wow. Damn. Just that cool. easy. You're going to the Stones. Who helped you with the that Tegan and that. Sarah one? Yeah, did you? Did, <laughs> that, uh, you better. Did, you shazam, did you Shazam it, or how'd you win? Uh my wife, my wife knew that one. Oh, God. okay. All right. All right. All right. Who's T- and by the way, who's Tegan and Sarah? I don't know, but I love that song, Fool to Cry, the Stone song. Let me hear this. It's from uh, Black and Blue, I believe. I th- Lives on the poor part of town. Betsy, don't hate me, people, but when I hear the name Tegan and Sarah, I think of a, like a KGSR ACL I radio. It, I think it well, is. Yeah, I think it, it is. Yeah. That, yeah. It sounds like a soul band. No, I mean, I would listen to this song. I like this song. Huh. Now, was this a, this was a, was this a cover of the Stones or did Little yeah, Richard no, that cover was, that it? Was, uh, I think it's us. I think the Stones covered it. Uh, from no, this is, no, no, this is not a cover song. This is a Stones original. No, I'm saying this is a Stones original. It is it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Brown Sugar. I think I Brown Sugar think is not a sugar. cover. It's a Jagger Richards composition. One hundred percent. Come on, guys. No, Come on. Daniel says you're wrong. <laughs> All right, Daniel. I was wrong. Wrong. <laughs> I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Bob was he's right. absolutely right. He's Hang absolutely on, brother. Right. Hang on, Jeff. Sorry, Bob. Right. Uh, uh, you know what I'm not sorry. Sorry. All, right. All right, hold on. Who are you taking, Jeff? 
I'm a Glimmer Twins uh, fan. I'm going to take the wife since she bailed me out on the last one there. That's oh, for sure. okay. I was about to say, if you're single, <laughs> Justice, obviously looking for something tonight. All right, hold on. That sounded bad. She looks great. She mm. should, somebody should take her to dinner. Mm. Okay. <laughs> that was a nice one. <laughs> take her. <laughs> oh, no, I already got it. And my family knows. Look, i got to do a job. i got to titillate the listeners, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, I, and she already wrote me mm. and said, uh, uh, why are you giving sex toys out to strange women? Hmm. Not a strange woman. We know her. Hey, what? Do you, what, uh, don't, what? What? Don't you think that Devo's Satisfaction is the best Stones cover ever? And it was panned when it first came out. Oh, was it? Because Devo was thought of as a joke band, but they were actually really good. I, think, I think it's the best. I think it's the best Rolling Stones that. cover. Mark Mothersbrough, Devo, had to sit in a hotel room with Mick Jagger and convince him that he wasn't making fun of him. He's really? Like, no, oh, I really? No, he just deconstructed it. Yeah. Great I love that band. Went oh, saw God, I saw them about three times. Huh? Jeff won. Yeah, Jeff won. Hang up on everybody they else. They are good, man. Now, I'm about to play these stories, and I want you guys uh, to uh, think about your airport airplane rules. Okay? When's okay. my next break, Dan? Right now. Right now. Yeah. I'm ready to go. Okay. Airport Airplane rules. That's where we're going to go to next. The, the Stones tickets are gone. Uh, and um, you know what? i got to do a giveaway here. But be thinking about that and get ready to call back. Because right now I'm going to give away the uh, Conan O'Brien. A night with Conan O'Brien. It's called Conan and Friends. And that's happening on March 29th, 630 and 930. i got tickets for the 630 show. Uh, just be caller 14 for Valentine's Day. Caller 14 at 512 512- Eight three four zero nine three seven five. Did we just hang up on him by accident? Five one two eight three four zero nine three seven. I don't know how to operate the equipment yet in this new this new station. Uh, so that's for uh, Conan and friends and those tickets. All right. Well, I won't even say what it is, but evidently that thing that we mentioned with my lovely bride. So we did that in twenty thirteen. Somebody found it. So. But I uh, am not allowed to play it because uh, she's a woman of prominence now. Hmm. I, I even promised not to share it. I said it'll just be audio. Uh, theater of the mind, please. And then she wrote, play it if you want a divorce. So hmm. I don't want a divorce. But I thought it'd be fun. We could just play it in here. And react, right? Uh, let's, yeah, um, it's 13 seconds, which means nothing lasted very long. Oh, well. I don't think I can deal with you in a, a divorce situation, so let's not even just go there. Yeah, but then I could just go see Greg Fitzsimmons tonight <laughs> and not have to hear torch songs <laughs> well, as much as I love I, Bob. You know. You know. Yeah. All right. I, got, I think I got a good one. I'll, I'll negotiate that uh, over the weekend. How's that? Okay. Uh, so... The phone topic is rules. Uh-huh. What did we do the other day? We did... Uh, we did grocery, grocery, grocery store, store rules. All right. So these are rules that you think should be enacted on airplanes and uh, on uh, air, in, in airports. Okay. And that starts with the parking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can the whole I, nine yards. Can I kick it off? Well, no. The story oh, okay. will kick it oh, off. Oh, okay. Go ahead. This viral story. I'm ready to go. I'm going to come out of a bag. Viral video sparks a debate about airplane etiquette. Is it okay to recline your seat in economy? Uh, a viral. Well, here's the thing. I think it would have been perfectly fine until the whole country, including myself, became fat. Mm-hmm. Because 
it's different. Or if you're over, you know, if you see somebody sitting behind you who's a really tall person, it immediately goes back and hits their kneecaps. A viral video sparked a vigorous online debate about proper travel etiquette. It's a question asked by everyone. Is it okay to recline sitting in economy? And I'm just going to play this off another source here. Okay. Uh, this happened, and somebody shared uh, the video of it. Uh, where did I go? Where did it go? Here it is. The seat punch video. So watch this guy. He's he's a little pissed off in the back behind this woman. This is a tweet, so it'll just repeat itself. And uh, and go, guys. So there you go. See him hit, hitting the back of her chair. He's literally rocking her chair with his fist. Which that that should that should be a rule right there. What you? Oh, control your damn kids. When your kid is oh, when kicking, kicking the that's back my. Of the seat. There's number one. I'll kick it off. Well, what's con- yeah. Con- guys, when your kid is kicking the back of my, of the seat. Well, explain control. Can they talk? Can they cry? Can they? How do you control? The, you the say kid? don't hit the back of that seat again, oh. or I'm going to punish you. I'm going to take away your phone or whatever thing it is. I'm sitting here watching a loop on uh, yeah Twitter, and I thought, wow, he sure did hit her right, a lot of times, didn't? What, what's yours? Five, well, I want to comment on that. I think. I don't think that 2% or whatever that lean is in economy, that extra 2% recline gets or 2 degrees or whatever it is, gets you any more satisfaction. I mean, I, you as no. a as a as a flyer you get nothing out of that lean, but for the person behind you who's now more claustrophobic, uh it it ruins your flight tenfold. Dan, you have an airport airport ambient sound. You've been finding those. Oh, that's an airline? That'll work. No, here's my... Uh, uh, there was an, uh, some story a couple of years ago. You can buy online these wedges. Yep, I've seen And them. you can stick them in the seat in front of you, and they can't recline. Mm. <laughs> like and it. that caused a problem on an airplane. A couple yeah. of airlines banned those. Did I they? Think, yeah. Yeah. I'd just like to have... I would... Okay, let me do one more. 512 I'm now getting fired up. Yeah. I thought, I, I can't really think of any. It's and now, like, I, now it's, I'm... It's this to this. What, yeah. a chair? Yeah, it's this. Yeah, mine's all jerky. To this. Yeah. But it messes I, that... up my laptop. Oh, you're talking and... about a... I thought your chair no, was airplane. broken. No, but I'm just saying in an airplane, you're like, it... this is fl- okay. This is a full, full upright. Okay, let and me then show you. hit you. the button, and now you're leaning like... 512-834-0937. Let me show you what it's like for me, okay? All right. Yeah, yeah. It, it is this. Uh-huh. Yeah. It is this. Yeah. To this. Yeah. Right into the kneecap. Yeah. Bang yeah. on the back of the chair. And they've made the space between the seat, your seat and the seat in front of you, smaller. And yes. You know, they even have pro- We've they've fatter, even but... pro- They even had a proposal to do this thing that you're barely sitting on, that you're just kind of leaning back into to cram more people onto an airplane a few years ago. Like you're almost standing. Yeah, yeah it's 512 uh, What was the other one that just fired me up? Oh, why do we only, if we're on a four-hour flight, and, we're, and I'm not driving at the end of the flight, I'm on vacation. Why do you give me a look when I order a second drink? Why why can't Who's I order? Look, why can't I order? No, the flight depending on oh. the airline. Southwest is pretty cool. Oh, I didn't know they gave you a Southwest look. is pretty cool about it. Is there a limit any any time? It depends on how Dude, you're behaving. After 9/11, mm. and those are wonderful people, those flight attendants. Yes, right. are, but yeah. after 9/11, they empowered those people and I I've, I haven't recently, but a couple of years ago, I watched a woman just berate somebody because they hadn't turned their phone off, which has been proven to not interfere with anything on the airplane. However, I don't want them to change the rule where you can start talking on your phone on an airplane. How about only flights with kids? 
And some flights without kids. How about kids in the luggage department? Okay. You want to know a trick to get all the drinks you want on a plane without anybody looking at you sideways? Bring a bag of individually wrapped candies, and when they come down the aisle, you turn to the flight attendant and you go, here, these are for you. Share them with everybody. Little known fact, mm. you, they can, you can also that. bring minis on the plane with you. You can, but you can't serve yourself legally. And now you can just order it on the screen. It has to be served to you by the flight State attendant. State of Texas or national? It's national. Yeah, that's BFA. That's FAA. Yeah, whatever. Jason, what is your airport airplane rule? When the plane lands, you keep your butt in the damn seat. If you're in the 30th row, you're the 30th row that gets to get off the plane. Yeah, why do you stand up when you're in the 30th row? Also, if you're in the first boarding group, why do, why you've got to, why do you have to loiter up front? Like someone's going to – or if you're in Southwest, and let's say you're A34 – and you just happen to be in front of A33, right? what's the big deal? You're all going to get on eventually. Exactly. We're right? all going to get to Dallas at the same time. Yeah, exactly. It's always old ladies up there rushing up front. I got a bag claim complaint. All right, go ahead. Okay. Everybody puts their shins right up against it and just waits for their bag. And it's like, I, my bag's right on the other side. It's between me and you, and I can't get to it because you're waiting for your bag. Instead of standing six feet back mm. like a human. And then approaching and then when approach, you see when your, you bag, see your coming. bag coming. Exactly. 100%. Okay. I like it. Ben, what is your airline <laughs> airplane rule? Yeah, in my last gig, I had to travel for four years straight. So if you'll indulge me, I want to do three quick ones. Sure. There is no feasible reason why you need to bring hot food on a plane and open it up. The, that's mine. Out. The young lady on the way back from Belize, the first thing that happened when we sat down, she turned to us and goes, I'm really sorry that I'm having to eat right now. I haven't eaten all day. She's I, su- super nice This was it. mine, she was but hot, I, so it didn't matter. I was going to make it only for Southwest Airlines because I wanted to say Southwest is a snacking airline. You don't, when you get, you take off on a Southwest flight, which are generally short, they're longer ones now, and then someone 10 minutes into the flight pulls out a full plate of ribs and sides or a Mexican fish. dinner, fish. I think Dan wants to fight this one. Stinky. Yeah, I don't agree. Yeah. And not on Southwest, man. That's a snack. Your, your nuts, crackers, pretzels, whatever. You, you're not, you you're don't a, do a full you're meal. You're an airplane on eater? Yeah. Get out of this no, room. Yeah. yeah. Get out of this what do you room. eat? What do you eat? I'll, I'll buy a Whopper at the airport. Hell yeah. And I'll take it on the plane. Oh, yeah, but you can man. eat that at the you're, gate you're, pretty quickly, right? It's a five-hour flight usually. You don't so know like, how he is it. about food. You know the thing yeah. about him and food, yeah, right? I guess I do. I forgot he about stores that. it and takes pictures of it. He cherishes it. It's his precious. Um, yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. But you sit in it, like you sit in the the next to your wife, but you'll eat sitting next to another person that's just a stranger. My, uh, yeah, yes, I will sit next to my wife and eat. But will you do it if a stranger is sitting right next to you? Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. what is your other one, Ben? Oh, see, that, that's not I'm, weird. I agree with you 100%. And I'm, I'm you. the only one who tasted myself. Well, looky, looky. <laughs> looky, looky. But everybody else in the plane's got to taste your food. It's also weird because they serve hot meals on a plane. So I'm, that, But everybody's getting not it. Very so it's not very offensive. No, not everybody's getting what well, first class gets. people you want are. a $12 bologna and cheese, yeah. Yeah, first most, class is a very set uh, menu. Yeah. Well, most people, when everybody's communally eating... Is that a word? Yes. Then that's fine. I'm talking about the one person that thinks they're special and pulls out their meal on a snacking flight. Ben, what are your others? <laughs> and similar to the last caller, when the plane lands, you don't need to stand up. When we're boarding the plane, when they initially say first group, you don't need to crowd every single person at the front of the gate. Yeah, I got one, too. 
if you're a meathead bodybuilder and your girlfriend's a meathead bodybuilder Uh and she tells you that she's training someone without carbs and sugar or something or whatever it was, and you have an argument about it, it doesn't need to go on for 30 minutes while I'm sitting in front of you completely stressed from traveling all day. This happened? Oh, yeah. I don't understand why you do that. Give me the reasoning of why you do that. And the girl's going, please, just leave me alone. She sounded exactly Exactly like him. Yeah, and the turnaround, and it's one of those bodybuilders with super skinny legs, so he's just that upper body guy. Dude, 30 minutes, he just berated this girl. Berated her. What's your third one, Ben? Last one, it should go without saying, I don't care if you forgot your headphones, there's no excuse for watching a 30-minute YouTube video with the volume fully on. No, no, I haven't experienced that, but... I see a lot uh, of kids. It oh, do one they? One time, and it stuck with me. Yeah. Chewy, you haven't flown a lot, right? I don't, I've only flown twice, so I don't really know what exactly is wrong and what is what is right. Ew! Yeah. So, uh, but I'm flying so to now, Hawaii soon. Here's another one. I think the airlines, if you're in a hurry and your flight's about to take off, you should be able to yell Ali Ali Oxen free or something <laughs> so that you don't miss your flight by waiting in line. Uh, do you have the known traveler number? Yes. Uh, don't you love it? I do. Yeah. But it caused me, it's, it's weird. There's a guy with the same birthday, same name, who is a felon. Oh, no. And so the lady was sitting there going, when did you have this DWI? And I go, well, that was expunged. So that didn't ever really happen. And uh, it, and it actually didn't. I was never convicted of that. Yeah. It was a speeding ticket. Uh, uh, and then she goes, well, what about this one in Stephenville County or whatever it was in 2010? And I go, "That's I've never. And I've been stopped at the border. I had, I, uh, you don't ever piss off the guy. I, have, I can't hear. And I was coming across the, uh, what do you call it, the customs guy. Yeah. And I said, he, I kept going, what, what? And he finally goes, what, when were you in prison last? And I went, I, I've never been in prison, sir. And he goes, that's not what it says here. So it's always a weird deal. But the, I finally got it. But here's the creepy thing. Coming back from Belize, it's the first time I've ever used the actual kiosk. Yeah. And it said you have to put your digital uh, thing in there. Oh, that didn't sound right. Yeah. You had to put your uh, passport. passport. Yeah. Guy goes, no, 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 no. Just take off your glasses and look into that camera, mm-hmm. and it knows who you are. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Out of millions of people. That's crazy, crazy stuff. All right, I'm sorry. Y'all have heard that story a thousand times. Mm. Charlie, what is your airport air, airplane rule? You know, I think my, I think Ben kind of covered a lot of them, the food, kids, you know, seats. But my big thing is I really just want to get on the plane, order a cocktail, and then zone out. I really don't want to talk to people, and I don't like it when people give me, like, this snarky look, like, you know, it's 9 o'clock in the morning, I'm having something with vodka in it. You know, who cares, right? Right. Who cares? Yeah. I, don't, and, I don't understand you people. And I just don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to, like, sit there and just mellow out. So, I've got one. People who can drink at 9 a.m. in the morning on a plane. Oh, well, God. they may not. They may be traveling different hours than you. It could be, exactly. it could be the middle of the day for them in another country. You know, and you, is that true? Hold on, hold on, Charlie. What do you mean? Is that true? Well, I'm asking Charlie. Was that was that the case? No, Charlie's alcohol. She's an alcoholic. Yeah, yeah clearly. <laughs> she's clearly. An no, it just I have this weird reaction every time I hear it. I'm like, oh my god. Wow. Uh, I also here's another one rule, and it go it's directed at me. If you're if you're in the middle of two or three years of cocaine, and you go into the bathroom and mm-hmm. do a couple of lines, yeah. The woman you're sitting next to, no, she doesn't want to leave the airport with you to have sex. Don't hit on her on the plane blatantly. Did you take Coke on the plane? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. What? Yeah. That's bro, yeah. where you been, bro? That's brave. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't know you could do that. Humili- it's a humiliating thing. Well, no, you can't. It's a felony, but I did it. <laughs> I took it one time to uh, call- Charlie and Bob and I went mm-hmm. to Colorado on a ski trip, and you, you get yeah. sick. On, you get sick mm-hmm. on airplanes. Yeah. Luckily, all of us got the flu. Charlie had it bad, and then I had it bad, and I was coming back through New Mexico, small airport, and they thought I was a terrorist because I was shaking and sweating oh, so God. much. But I took the... Okay, I'm not telling these stories anymore. Oh, come on. I took hair gel uh, and uh, microwaved it and then took the baggie, stuck it at the bottom, and then the hair gel reconstitutes uh, itself, and it was, you know, wasn't clear. You know, all that, sorts of Addiction matters. makes I, you creative. It does. I hear people can take whatever on planes. You, have you ever seen Doug Stanhope's booze suit when he tried to sneak booze onto a Carnival cruise? I've never seen that. And the entire suit was covered with bags and flasks of vodka look it up on it's on youtube look up that's it in the cruise lines how are you sneaking it on i'm not <laughs> oh dude i'm sorry i forgot you may have worked for that bad no, that that's, company uh, uh, no I'm, i apologize no, you don't apologize no I, I ran into billy d he was great yeah and billy says it pays great now yeah it really does it really does yeah yeah i'm sorry I didn't no, no no you're fine no man. i'm a bad no. person i didn't say no. anything i'm yeah, in the clear i'm horrible, horrible. Wow. i'm, horrible. On, I'm in the clear no. yeah damn adam <laughs> i'm sitting here ranting and i forgot you guys did the stuff i hope i that ugh. it's not your fault adam what is your rule Hey, guys, uh, I got two real quick. One, uh, flight attendants who tell jokes should be fired. That should be a fireable offense. Is this Matt Bearden? Is this, Matt, is this Matt Bearden? Yeah. No, it is not. Oh. Huh. No, uh, no, no, no. But but it's terrible on, what do you like, mean? a Southwest flight. Yeah, Southwest. When they try to tell bad. jokes, they should just, just, no. Stop telling jokes. You're not like funny. The silly announcements. No, yeah. no. When they're doing the, they always find a f- uh, clever way to do the the. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the announcements. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's and, part and of their second, culture. Their culture. Yeah. yeah. What's your other one? And then, secondly, if you're obese, don't sit in the middle of an aisle and L- take up all the armrests. Listen, you bastards. It's not body shame. <laughs> yeah, hey. Everybody, when they see me, they go, "You're not as fat as you make yourself out to be." I'm a big, tall guy with a. I've got a pooch that comes out of my chest, but. Yeah. The scary thing for me on this flight home from Belize was I was putting the seatbelt on, mm-hmm. and I noticed where I used to have this much of the tail left over, oh, it was about man. this much. And I go, dude, if you keep going, you're going to be the extension guy. Oh, you're going to be the guy. Wants to be the no, extension. yeah. You have to call you that? Have, yeah, you, have you to tell them, tell... hey, I need an extension? Yes. Yeah. And some, That's I, embarrassing. I don't think this is true, but for some reason in my head, I see it Hunter's Orange. So, so that everybody can see that you have. Did you have another one, Adam? No, that was just the two. All right, thanks, buddy. Nelson, airport airline rules. Nelson. Nelson. Hey guys, hey, this is Nelson. How y'all doing today? Good. What's up, man? Hey, not much. Hey, I was a flight attendant for uh, for the beloved uh, airline that y'all are talking about, and. Yep. Um, for about eight years, and my airline rule is one carry-on means one carry-on. You got to pack all your stuff into a bag so you can take it on the airplane, and then unpack it so that you can get it in the uh, overhead bin. That 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 really aggravates everybody. I think that, the I, but I think all the passengers would agree with you. And let me yeah. see. Let me see if you know this trivia question. Uh, since you're a flight attendant, Nelson, what is the one thing you guys, when you were an attendant, hate when people order? Drink, 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 no, drink wise. 
drink-wise, um, a mimosa. No, there was actual survey, Diet Coke. Yep. Because the fun, and I know this, I'm a Diet Coke addict. The foam takes forever to go down more than any other oh, thing. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, and they, they were flat out of 10. It may have been one flat of 10 yeah. in some article I read. All right, Nelson, thank you very much. I never check back. Hey, you oh, you're, the, you're one of those people. Ugh. I have a very specific Sorry. one. Mm. I have a very specific I one. I travel light, real light. Yeah, yeah but if you're going somewhere like Ireland for two weeks. Well, that two was the weeks. last time I did it. That was the last time I did so it. So if you're going somewhere for two weeks, what are you doing? Rotating three shirts or what? Yeah, okay. and I buy those compression bags where the next suck time, all the air out. Oh, the next time you go to the airport on a trip, I want you to go to one of the uh, stores, little stores, newsstands that they have, and I want you to go directly past the M&Ms and go directly to the neck pillow display. Now, I'd never bought a neck pillow until I went to Thailand last year, had about 32 hours of flying. I felt like I needed a neck pillow. So I go to the neck pillow display at the little newsstand That's there. That's a lot of radiation. Every neck pillow, and I go... I, I, are we gonna? Just, the, are we just gonna let that fly by? Check what? What's a lot of radiation? Thirty-two hours on a plane. Oh, oh. Okay, thanks. Mm. Check this out. Every neck pillow, the label on every neck pillow was world's greatest neck pillow, world's best neck pillow, world's most amazing neck pillow, award win. They all different companies, but they all claim to be some superlative. Some superlative of the neck pillow. Hate me. I think there needs to be some kind of grading process was, first of all, for he, neck pillows. He, he wasn't on the plane 32 hours, a 32-hour travel. I would never fly that far without being in first class. Never. Never. I couldn't do it. Mm, it's I not that it. bad. I couldn't do it. I what? was in I was in luxury, not like what I was in the upscale economy. Here's the problem. I was though, below Daniel. first class Here's but above I, I, since I, premium economy, uh, I think listen, it's called. I have never paid I th- one time I went I to know. Ireland. I, Alex, I shouldn't tell this. Yeah. One time I went to Ireland, <laughs> and I paid the price of the uh, what, what the normal ticket would be, and somebody else paid the rest of it to get me into first class. I'm not going to say who. But once you've been up there, go to go on a long journey like that is just like the envy would kill me. Oh yeah. The envy would kill me. But I, but I also want to say, so I'm not bougie, I always have tried to use points from a credit card. Mm-hmm. I don't have it. And then I had a neighbor that had status, and they have those certificates and stuff. But it is a different world. I just, I my everything kicks in. It is a different world. And Anxiety. And to give you, like, an example, like, how much money does it, doesn't it, like, the people in first class are paying for almost, like, a way like, greater percentage, more, more than oh, half that, percentage yeah, of the flight. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. Yeah. The people who've paid for it. Yeah. You're, you're no, paying no, no. for it. Then, you are paying for on. it. Hold on. 99% of the people in first class are frequent flyers. They don't pay because sometimes was, the trip to Ireland was ten grand, ten grand for a round trip that's or even more. That's insane. Yeah. But there, no, that's ninety nine percent of people who have points from flying all over the world. Mm. Most of the time, yeah, maybe that's that's a little. Grand bit. On a go look up a flight to you. you look, look it up. Look up the flight to your look up, wife's Daniel. homeland. What's it called? Taiwan. Taiwan. Look up Taiwan Air. Look for look up first class. You'll see ten, fifteen thousand. Get a lot. Oh my god. Well, for first class, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dan, what's up? Yeah. Hey guys, love you. Love the show. Thanks. Um, I think indisputably you have to have some critical self-awareness when it comes to body odor, or like yes. sandals or smell or, or, and the other thing too is don't burp on, you know, you're sitting there and somebody drank their Coke and then they'll do that under or the, one of those silent but like, deadly things. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it just wafts over to you. What, and then what, maybe, hold on. What was the one about the Coke? Don't burp. Don't, don't burp. burp. Oh, that's don't not burp possible. 
There was a, there, there, there's a couple that just sued an airline. They're of a certain religious sect, and uh, they had gotten kicked off a flight because of body odor, and they're suing mm-hmm. the airline now. Airlines can't win on that They really one. can't. But, yeah, you're right. That makes for the longest flight. That's a cultural oh, thing. I know it is. Though. I know yeah. it, and I respect. Yeah. Well, I mean, cologne's just as bad. Cologne or perfume, just as bad. Uh, but uh, if I had a choice. Uh, uh, a cologne's just as bad, Mr. Whopper Eater. <laughs> that flame no broiled. Uh, man. Yeah, flame there broiled is. all through the, <laughs> yeah, the ketchup. And then that fart that comes later. Good heavens. All right. Michael. <laughs> Airport. God almighty. Oh, no PDA. Airport and airline rules. Michael. Mike. I love you guys. Love the show. Oh, is it Michelle or Michael? This is it's our Michael. Oh, it's our Michael. Hi, Michael. Michael. Come on, what's up? Yeah. Hey, y'all, y'all know how big I am. Tiny man. What, what the guy said about obese, if you're, if you're pushing 450, 500 pounds, you need to buy one of those seats in first class or buy two chairs. The last time I went to St. Thomas, when I came back all the way from St. Thomas to uh, Fort Lauderdale, a guy that had to weigh more than 500 pounds just squashed me. Squashed me. <laughs> but I gotta say, if you anybody's gonna get there? if anybody's gonna get squashed, you're the size that's squashable, right? Yeah, but you know how I'm comfortable. How the I hell? Have a bone in my body and to be squashed uh, up against the how the hell? How does how the hell does somebody get to be your age and still have? A uh, metabolism that burns all fat. Super skinny guy. Uh huh. Super super small I, guy. I have no idea. Too much Bolivian powder. Are, are yeah. there any Are there any fat people in your family? Not really. Uh, my no. brother and sister are both a little bigger. Me, dad's. I mean, my brother's built about like my dad. I just am built like my mom. She was a tiny little thing. Mm. <laughs> that, that had that had to be fun in middle school. All right, Michael. Oh. We love you, man. Well, I love you guys. Yeah. Have um, a good holiday. By that, I meant he's probably got picked on like a lot of mm. people do. All yes. right. We can take some more or we can do something else. Yeah. I got tickets to see uh, some. Did I already do these? No, I'll do these. At the, nope, I'll let you do these at the end of the show. Um, all right. There's something else I wanted to, to remind everybody of. Oh, we want to say hello to our... Uh, we got our audience of one. We still uh-huh. do that in the afternoon. Nice. It's always weird Wait. now. Show with Matt, Matt Sadler today, not Matt Bearden. He's here. Promote your gig again, Matt. Could you gotta yeah. get out of here? I'm doing a show at the Fallout Theater on February 27th. Tickets are available now at falloutcomedy.com. It's called You Gotta Be Essing Me. That's not the real name of the show, but some really funny people are in it. Uh, Ray Pruitt, um, David Lampy, uh, Tyler Gross. All kinds of people. Uh, it's it's really funny. Uh, Brett Calvert's in it. Uh, Rachel Austin and Brandon Martin. Uh, Chewy Sauter my co-host, and it's going to be a super fun time at 8 o'clock on February 27th. You can get tickets now. Did Chewy get what he needed off my computer? Yeah. yeah All right, cool. That. And it wasn't browsers. It was a commercial to Bob and yeah. I uh, We're doing uh, airport rules and airplane rules, and I forgot I had another video. Oh. This is a woman who had been on like Dr. Oz and stuff. She probably won't be invited back. And I got I, I wasn't able to listen to this one because I'm lazy. So I don't know if there's any cursing on this. We'll find out. She fat shamed some people on an airplane. Oh. And uh, they kicked her off the plane. So 
Get ready for the dump button. Everybody, who's got a dump button handy? Mine's way down here now. I got it. Stuck in the middle seat, resorts to fat shaming oh. her seat. Oh, good. It's. Oh, my goodness. I don't know how I'm going to do this the next four hours. It happened just before takeoff on a United Airlines flight from Las Vegas to Newark, New Jersey. Oof. Norma Rogers, an oncology nurse who once appeared on the Dr. Oz. Oh, oh, the, the person that got fat shamed was on Dr. Oz. Okay. Show for a nurse's appreciation episode was seated next to the fat shamer. The nurse's travel companion was in the aisle seat. Okay. I understand her disappointment. You feel crowded. I get that. You think there's something else going but, on here? But you also, mm-hmm. an, another airplane rule is you're not going to turn to the body odor guy and say anything, are you? No. Just, not keep, at all. just keep it to yourself. No. You're, you're an adult. You can, you'll can you survive it, right? Well, also, I've been in that situation. Or get up and leave yourself. I've been in that situation, and an eagle-eyed flight attendant swooped in and said, you know what? I got an aisle seat for you up here. If you wow. want, if you but you move. also have the option, especially on Southwest, where they'll honor your ticket. You have the option of just doing it. You're right. So doing something I else. can't remember the last time. I was on a flight it that had an empty seat. There. I can't breathe. I'm so that's, squished. Roger flagged down a flight attendant. So. Can you find her another seat? Because I will not be verbally abused by this or anybody else. I can't sit here because it's both so big. I'm left and right. I can't. I can't even stand sit here. The flight attendant offered the fat shamer a new seat. Yes, please. Yes, please. Yes, please. We've noticed this trend, Matt Sadler. We this thing called Racist Roundup, and it tends to be middle-aged women mm-hmm. that are lashing out at people. Do you think there was a race angle here? Uh, very well could be. Yeah. 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 Very well could be. But if she did look yeah. uncomfortable, though. As the woman gets up, she delivers one more oh, no. insult. That Can we get that clean? I eat salad. Uh, hold on. Good for you. Hold on. This is where they kick her off. More insult. That did it. Kiss my fat, okay? Other passengers were outraged. That passenger turns out to be Jonathan Fernandez, star of the VH1 reality show, Love and Hip Hop. Why the hell is he in coach? (laughs) (laughs) After she got up, VH1, you said something to her. Of course. I mean, at that point, I was appalled and I was just, I felt angry because I'm like, you know what? There's so many ways of going about this. And I just hate that nobody was kind of saying anything. So I couldn't hold it. And I'm like, you're disgusting. You're disgusting. Travel expert Laura Begley Bloom. The best thing to do in a situation like this is to ask the flight attendant if there's another seat on the plane. That will not be verbally abused by this or anybody else. All right. There you go. Let's get back to our rules. Yeah. uh, I don't know. You know. Who knows? Who knows? We had a, we had a comedian friend who used to be big, and he would buy two seats if I remember correctly. Yeah, he hasn't been big in years though. Yeah, and still swears he did. He That's didn't. a long flight. Still, swear, still swears he didn't have surgery. Mm. He started eating salad. Yeah, he started eating salad. Mm. That's what he ate. Russell, what is your airline airport rule? We haven't done a lot in the airport. Uh, air, airline rule: If you carry on luggage, put it in the GD overhead compartment. Yeah. Well. No, not, Who doesn't do that? Well, well, if no, well, if some people put it under their seat. Yeah, but that's your well, leg. No, uh, last one of the last flights I was on, this lady brought on two overstuffed backpacks, <laughs> one on her lap and one between her knees on the floor. Hmm. You're not allowed to do that. No. Yeah, I, every time I've tried and that, her, 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 you know, shoulders bowed out. You know, like someone's going to steal her her stuff. 
I'm sure Daniel does it properly, but there's something. There's more I want to delve into with him being a uh, eater, a, a carry-on guy, a carry-on eater, a, a oh, carry-on carry on guy. guy. Yeah, I, I, I want to know. You could just tell me to put the sands in, Dan, and I'll do it. I bet there's more to it. Do you ever overstuff that bag and it doesn't fit, and you make it fit like you have to cram it in? No, no. Here's the beautiful part: is is my wife is even is even worse than me. She she really doesn't pack anything. So if there's something that doesn't fit in my bag. Like a Whopper? Yeah. <laughs> like a big bottle of Jameson? Yeah. Um, I, th- I think an airport rule should be that you should be allowed to take your walk-around beer on the plane. D- Daniel and uh, Daniel went to Ireland with us, and w- the first time he went, he had this big purple suitcase. That's a whole other bit. But, uh, Still have it. He, he, it, w- it had too much stuff in it. It was overweight. So he had to take stuff out at the Austin airport. He gets he comes back from Ireland and we got all sorts of swag from Jameson, including, including big bottles. bottles of stuff. Oh yeah! And somehow I guess he thought it would clear, so you had to get rid of your Jameson stuff, right? Dan? Oh yeah, no, I had to leave because a very happy uh, flight person thingy at the at the at the you know a flight person there. thingy. <laughs> I was like, I it was funny too because I handed her a bottle of Jameson. And she took it, and she's like, all right. And she put it right next to a giant pile of other liquor. That every, sure. People are always like, oh, I can't care. Yeah, they're, not allowed wow. to, they're probably not allowed to keep yeah. that. So that woman was going home. Dave, what is yours? I don't think they get to take it home. Dave, Damn. what is yours? Uh, yeah, if you work for the TSA and yell out, who cares? You got, y'all got to uh, stop idea. doing that because I don't have time to tell those stories. What's that? <laughs> that's a, that's, the, that's probably a, the oldest that's story the oldest, from the show. One of my oldest stories ever. Dang. Yeah. I, I thought it was who bag. No, who keys? Who keys? That was Chicago, who keys? right? Not who keys? Are, not whose keys are these? Who keys? <laughs> that was uh, yeah. That was before nine eleven too. Wow. Greg, what's up? Hey, have we uh, covered exposed feet yet? Oh, oh my I mean, God! So obvious. That was the yeah, first but... one I thought oh, of. Man, I'm sorry. I that was the that. first no. one I thought of, and I forgot to say it. We've seen tons of videos. Get... People uh, t- using yeah. the touch screen with their bare toes. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, this yeah. video. Yeah, this video, yeah, Matt Sadler. I don't care if you're like a foot model or something. I don't want to see your feet oh, that's during insane. the flight. What about socked feet? Well, if they're covered, fine. Yeah, but I'll let you. I'll let you have that. But yeah. but. But as soon as they're uncovered, they're everywhere. I got one. If you're on the way to uh, Costa Rica with me, we're having a nice Mm -hmm. conversation, and you say, excuse me, I need to breastfeed my son, your son shouldn't be 15. (laughs) (laughs) Now, is a four or five, you know, I'm pretty good now that I've had kids of guessing. He was about a four or five, had to be at least four, long. And... When she said that, he went for it, and his legs were literally across my lap. Oh, the kid was the kid was so uh, so big, kind of weird. Sean, what is yours? We'll wrap this up. What's happening? How's it going? Yeah, so you guys brought up earlier, I guess the uh, fat shaming, but this isn't really that. It's more of the hiring of flight attendants. Uh, they should. I know you can't consider it when hiring, but it should be. You hire a woman that's just as wide as the aisle. She is touching every single wow. person. With, so you're with the rear. fat shamer. Well, while you're pi- while you're piling <laughs> on, let me say this: I think the airlines should go back to what they did in the 1960s and 70s, where Gargo boots and there is there is a mandatory retirement age. Oh. Uh, have you I ever have you ever watched anything. have you ever watched commercials from from Airlines back in the day, the Pan Am. Have you ever watched the Southwest Airlines uh, commercials from the seventies? Remember? Well, yeah. Is it was it did, did Southwest do Fly Me? 
Is that the one they did? Uh, or is that Braniff? Uh, let's look. Let's do old. I, I think Southwest the Fly Me campaign airlines commercials. I feel like it was Braniff. Let, let me show you. Th- this is what it. This well, I don't know. Maybe this, it this is what it was. This is what it was. Girl and Remember? Girl and Go Go Boots. Hold on. I don't know why everything just turns down automatically on this Mac. Like, you know, we're not doing any work here or anything, which we're kind of not. But here you go. Let's see. Just, just, okay, what is happening? That's up. That's up. Uh huh. This happens to me sometimes. Hasn't happened yet in the afternoons, but it's happening now. Oh, it's the old. Nope. Oh, it's because we switched over. Uh, what do you mean we switched? Is HDTV okay, still up guys, there? Guys, I need you. We switched for the spot. I understand, I'm... but I need you to have him redo the macro for this so that when we go back into this mode, everything is where it needs to be. Okay. Yeah. it's a, he'll, he'll know what I'm talking about. We need the mac. So just take a picture of that and tell him the macro needs to be this. All right. Sorry, folks. We had to go to a cut another commercial during the commercial break because I'm leaving here. And uh, so our board just completely changes because it's all digital. Here you go. Thank you, guys. I would have never figured it out. Now watch it not play. There was somebody else up there who loved you? There was no such thing as executive class service to Dallas, Houston, and San Antonio. With first-class leg room, free cocktails for everyone, and a schedule... It is a woman in hot pants and go-go boots. (laughs) And that's what airlines are. Let's see if there's one for Brent. That's a miniskirt, right? That's not No, pants. it's hot pants. Oh. And the and the shirt comes down over it. Oh. Let me see here if they're Braniff Airlines. Used to have they used to compete on who could be the sexiest. Let's see if there's anything. I don't see any old Braniff ads. Uh and I think there's a Vietnam airline that does that too. They have nothing but the Korean, hot girls. Yeah. Korean. I don't really mean that, everybody. I think everybody should be able to work. As long as I just were. wish they were less grumpy sometimes. Uh, well, it, they're, they're super nice to you in first class, right? They have to be. Yeah, super nice. Huh. And, 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 uh, international is so different than it's uh, going first class domestically is a waste of money. Totally a waste of money. Okay. Yeah. Oh, or, I got or, waste, or waste of points. My brother's a captain for Where's American. Steve Indian Steve was calling. In. But yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna be a, a pilot or a captain and you're gonna crack that intercom or whatever. Please make it so we can understand what you're saying. They All have right. that cadence and that speed. Like, Ladies and gentlemen, we are about, we're flying over about you know, 20,000. Uh, welcome aboard, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Our flight to Dallas is going to be a quick one, so not everybody's going to get a drink. I can understand you. Uh, not everybody's, everybody's going to get a, fly, a drink today, so uh, if you could, don't take it personally. Uh, we appreciate it. Please don't uh, finger the stewardesses. Oh, sorry. Flight attendants. Flight attendants. Leave that to us. <laughs> um, uh, Great bar back there in Austin. Stopped at that Ray Benson bar. Had a couple of shooters. Um, what is that speaker? Going to be a very relaxed flight today, and uh, we'll see you in Dallas. I'm going to ask my brother about that. About what? Because they train him to talk like that. That it's kind of quasi-military, but yeah. it's like no. ultra cool. You is it like, like, no matter how bad the turbulence no. is, right. they're totally relaxed. You, you, <laughs> there is a, there is an, a major etiquette mm-hmm. uh, when you're a pilot talking to any control. Yeah, when you're talking to control, you end it with sir or ma'am, right. and it's straight etiquette. So that's yeah. what they're doing when they come right. back. Yeah, and also they you got they want the you've got to be heard. Mm-hmm. So you're enunciating everything that you say. Are those uh, like FAA rules? Like the pilot has to tell, interna- say something it's to... Inter- it's, first of all, the international language is English every every airport. Okay. So if you're flying for Singapore or whatever, you have to speak English. 
and it's the same codes. And I'm so bad. Like I was trying to give, some, I, I try to give somebody my insurance card number, and I've forgotten my FAA uh, associations. Mm-hmm. Like I know the the Cessna I trained in was four six Alpha Golf mm-hmm. A and G. Oh, but I'll be the sitting there and I'll go, yes, man. The, it is Alpha Fred. <laughs> Imogene. That doesn't sound professional. No. It's let's see, let's see far, uh, it's Alpha. See, I also get Alpha Bravo, Charlie Delta, Golf, yeah, you know it. India. But well, there's some different ones. Uh, but I get it confused with the with the Greek alphabet from oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. well but I was flying a lot of uh, like European airlines where they're like a Spanish speaking pilot would come on and speak in Spanish first, and then he was talk for like five minutes, and everybody on the plane is cracking up, and I don't speak. Oh, look, we're all on the plane suddenly. Yeah. Right, uh, but then I was waiting for the English part of it, and he comes back on, and I swear to God, he had talked for five minutes in Spanish, and he comes on and he goes, "We're gonna land." <laughs> really? That's, that's all I get. But do they have to talk to the passengers? They have to say something. Yeah, I think the airline wants them to know. Yeah, they're it's in, one, they're, one time we were they're in good hands. One time we were starting a tarmac, and everybody on the plane was just screaming "f you" at the at the intercom. The guy guy kept going. He's like, "Look, I know I I I like to be on my hunting trip right now, but sometimes we can't go anywhere." And everyone's just like, "Shut up!" F wow, no. uh, screaming. Wow. I got this one once coming back from my honeymoon. Trouble. It was an American Airlines flight, and we were about to land, and all of a sudden the nose just pointed up, and the guy just took off, and he goes. Sorry about that, folks. We had an iguana on the runway. <laughs> there was an iguana on the runway. And, and uh, I talked to Rosa about this. Rosa, our receptionist, is from uh, Puerto Rico, and uh, it's overrun with with big iguanas. Yeah. And if they're on the tarmac, they can't land because they say it'll ja- it could jack up the the landing gear. The landing gear. When they who, who pull up like that, it's crazy, isn't it? Because mm. it happens real fast, and yeah, you it's like it. you're like oh. Okay, it's almost like they have jet engines on those. I know, things. but that is like, like yeah. you're, you're, yeah. The scariest, uh, the most scared I've ever been mm-hmm. is flying into Newark to New York, and you know how crowded that is, and they can't land. They say there's right. a storm, and they're waiting for it to pass, and they're just doing circles, circles. and like for a long time, and you start to freak, and like you don't. An hour, like you, how much fuel is on this thing? You can't see. You're you're looking at a cloud, so you have no idea. If I can't see anything, how can he see anything? Right. Which he can't. He's just flying an instrument, instrument circle. That's the only time I've really been frightened on a plane. Well, that that time we had to land in the or almost landed in the Azores. That was you that guys, was a hell uh, of an announcement. Yeah, I wasn't on that flight in the middle of the Atlantic. Uh, yeah, uh, we're uh, we're gonna divert and land at the Azores. Well, you should tell the story. What Puck, Puck, buddy? Hang on a second, Doctor Doctor Wang, our cardiologist, went with us to Europe for the last for the cruise, cruise we did. Yeah. Right. A woman on the Halfway plane. Halfway over the Atlantic. A like woman's here. heart. A here. woman's heart literally stopped. It was not beating. Here. Right. Okay. And you see it on the little thing on your seat. You see it do this, and then it does a little loopy thing. Oh here. no! And, and they said, "Is there a doctor on the plane?" And Doctor Wang went up, and I don't. Did he use a defibrillator, or did he just he restarted her heart? Yeah. See, I, think, I don't know if he used the. I, had, I think he had jumper cables. And the only way, and he and, was on. He was speaking to the medic or the medical official with the airline through some kind of communication uh, phone or whatever. And the only way that they and we were going to we had diverted and we were going to land in the Azores in the middle of the Atlantic, and miss our cruise and all that stuff. And the only way that they uh, made it, uh, we were able to go straight to Spain was if Doctor Wang sat next to this. 
uh, this hi, person hey, yeah, the rest uh, of the flight. It's Dr. Wrong again. Uh, no, I want to go on my cruise. Uh, no, no big deal. She just had a total eclipse of the heart. <laughs> no, like, that doesn't and even he, make the news. But like, i got to figure out been on the news. how the hell do you restart a heart and it's okay to just keep flying? I don't know. And well, there were like 300 people her, on that plane. He just told man. her when you land, go see the doctor. Yeah. There's a huge plane. <laughs> looked that way. Now, Puck, Puck Bunny, what's up? Sorry, Dan. Hold your hey, thought. Hey, are you? Love You're cutting out a little bit. What do you, you got a rule? Love you, love the show. Okay. Uh, onions, <sighs> don't bring them on a flight. <sighs> Will you stop playing me burping? Oh, because she hates it. I'm not playing it down the phone to her. Who brings an onion on a flight? Yeah. People that bring onions with their hot food. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Daniel, were there any onions on that whopper? Oh, yeah. 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 All right. Of course there are. All right, yeah. Puck, your phone's up. Puck, your phone's <laughs> cutting out. I can barely hear you. <laughs> Extra pickles. Thanks, Puck. Call us back next week. We heard you say crap. Hi, Kathy. Hi, guys. What's up? Well, it's Valentine's Day, and I'm kind of imbibing, and this is the cat lady drunk here. What? Yes. yes. Wait a minute, wait a minute. <clears throat> Kathy the cat lady. Oh, this is a new... I called to talk about cat sex. Okay. All That's right. not what we're talking about, but I'll go there. Okay. Well, it's really pretty erotic, you know, and um, <laughs> the, the male cats have a barbed penis. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? It sounds like alcohol loosens Kathy up just like it does all of What are you drinking? It's Valentine's Day. Just Merlot. Are you sad about Valentine's Day? Uh, no, it is it is a pretty commercial holiday. You but know? Did your husband get you anything? No, we just bought each other a big chocolate cake. <laughs> so you're just sitting around watching cats screwing? Uh, well, you know, them. it's just very erratic. They're, they have a, a, the queen gives a high-pitched scream and pulls away and slaps her mate when the client now, that, that, You just saw Amanda and I the last time that that happened. <laughs> hey, uh, did you, um, um, what, did you see cats doing it today? No, no, I have, I have witnessed it before. Does, though, it, ar- does it arouse you? Well, you know, look it up yourself. I actually sent Chewy some pictures in email, but I don't know if he got it, and I hope he got oh, it. Oh, I was wondering. Yeah, I didn't open them. I didn't know what those were. <laughs> Kathy, i got to tell you, this is the most entertaining phone call we have ever had from you. I think afternoons are going to work great for you calling in. Oh, well, it's Friday night, you know. Yeah. I got up at 3.30 and went to work this morning, so I'm, I'm really kind of yeah. out there. What, and what are, are you drinking? Merlot. She said. Merlot. We went to the Cypress for dinner and had some great catfish. And you know. Wait, I you swear to God, I thought she was going to say cat food. I know. I swear <laughs> to God, I, know. I thought she was going to say cat food. All right. Well, I, it's good to hear you loosened all up. Well, you know, it, mm-hmm. it, cat cat sex is hot. It really is. No, I don't think so. Have you ever oh, indulged well, yourself? And you got a lot of cats. Well, I do, but it's much hotter than dog sex. Dogs are just like, you know, you know. Yeah, that's another thing I did as a kid that I know other people have that I'm probably nobody in this room that I'm deeply ashamed of. Well, they but, can both get stuck, right? You know. Oh, wait a minute. I didn't do a dog. <laughs> okay. I wasn't going to say anything. I, you know, yeah. kids, okay. young middle yeah, schoolers, yeah. we helped a dog. Oh, sure. good mm-hmm. Lord. <laughs> that didn't help, did it? <laughs> Matt. <laughs> Matt. <laughs> 
Well, Kathy, thanks. Matt, I grew up with two alcoholics who stopped raising me at the age of 10. So the only logical thing to do in that situation. I was, I, I was the, uh, you know, I was the love child of a grown man one summer, and I humped Jeff McCorkle. And I, I, there were other things that went on in small town Texas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I remember before all that, there was a whole group of boys one time, and I was prepubescent, so it didn't happen. And they were having a contest in a circle to see what... Oh, what, who could go the fastest? They didn't let you in the circle. It would no. It was like uh, I didn't join in that one. It was like uh, Ali Ali. Uh, I don't know what it was. It was oh. just, yeah, a lot of weird things happened. Back it in the sounds day. like it. Yeah, parents didn't want to hear about anything. Just just shut up. Don't anything you told them. Uh, it's not true. Just be home for dinner. So, yeah, just be home for dinner. There's a lot of stuff that went on in the piney woods of East. Wash Texas. your hands because God. There's a there was a there was a uh, <laughs> there was a little park on the road out to White House. You know. Uh, What's his name? Is from White House, Texas. My dad had a Dairy Queen out there. Um, what is his name? Patrick Mahomes is from White House. And there's this little go- small park, and it's where evidently closeted men had to go. Oh, and to meet other in people small town, Texas. in small town Texas before the internet. And sure. every time we drive by, it, my dad go, <laughs> "Look at him, where? Look at that over there." And I kept always going, "Well, how does he know? How does he know he what's going? Right. What, what does he, he know? Some kind of radar? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Manuel. Manuel, what, what's up?" Manny. This Manny. Hey, Manny, Manny don't get from, your boots. Manny from the Army Navy store. What's happening, dude? Well, y'all remind me of something that happened back in the 70s. My uh, my mom was going to fly out to Germany. So I went to the airport with her. And I, back then, you could walk on the plane. I carried her bag. And I went in the plane, and I sat down and relaxed. The next thing I know, the damn plane was rolling off. I said, I said hey, I'm not going. So they had to bring the steps back and all that. And you were a stowaway. They escorted me off. Some dude in a suit escorted me out of there. I said, oh, Dude, man. that's right. We used to, it yeah. used to be a big deal to meet your family members at the game. Yeah, I remember you that. Know? No, no security. You just went to the gate. Yep. I would I mean, fly alone as a five-year-old. Yeah, I did too. I flew to Japan and back. Wow. By what myself. Company? Why Japan? Oh. Uh, my father was stationed there. Oh, that explains a lot. All right. Sadler, thank you so much. Thanks for having uh, me, guys. Bob, Bob and the boys Ow! are going to continue. Yeah, we're going to come back with what did you learn this week. i got to get out of here. Have some, Chewy. And, uh, All right. And uh, I'm Thanks just going to having having use this gig. I, I got Melissa Etheridge tickets. If you want to go, uh, this is at the Rodeo on March 24th. Just be caller 7 right now, 512-834-0937. 512-834-0937 for Melissa Etheridge. I had a very fun week. Thank you. Stay with the boys. They got the next segment. And uh, I've got Maxwell. Thank you, Matt Sadler. One Thank more time. You for having one me. more time. Uh, you got to be S and me. It's going to be at the Fallout Theater on February 27th. A lot of comedians, game show. It's going to be a lot of fun. Come on down. All right. All right. The final segment of week two. Final day of week two of the new afternoon program. Everybody is deserted. Matt Bearden's gone. Matt Sadler's gone. Dale Dudley's gone. We've brought in relief pitcher. Justice, the intern, uh, Daniel's here, Chewy's here. I want to leave the phones open for the next, uh, we just got about 15 minutes left, Eight three four zero nine three seven. We can continue any of the conversations we were having before. We can also talk about what we learned this week. I learned that Chewy likes to be bound and tied up. He got quite a thrill out of that yesterday. I'm, uh, I'm willing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always you willing really to try You really look anything. comfortable. Bob, here's the thing is... 
I'm willing to try all of, of the nasty stuff. I mean, at least once. And then some of the stuff you you might actually like. Right. I don't, well, I don't no, you look you looked very no, comfortable for a dude that was all You and I come from tied up. A very machismo yes, we straight have. arrow right missionary position. That's it. Well, wait, a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, I, woman, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Don't don't lump me into that. Forever. Don't lump me into that. I'm very you know I'm a highly creative person. He likes to be. Okay. Creative what? Too. What? 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 Yeah. <laughs> Bob won't talk about it. That's not the Bob's point. Kinkin. That's the point. 8340937. What did you learn this week? Uh, or you could talk about anything else we've talked about. Also, I've been making a little note on the side because I do these little short show opens at 3 o'clock. And I'm trying to think of nicknames for the show. I've got uh, the Goons of the Afternoons or the like Goons of Your Afternoons. Uh, the clown, your clowns of the sundown. I don't know. That one's a kind like of a stretch. No. Okay. The jive talkers of the PM drive talkers. No. No. Uh, if anybody's got something, a tagline that I can add to the list so I can rotate them around. So far, I like the. I do like the goons of the afternoon. Uh, that one has a good ring sun, to it. Sunset in the mood. Uh, no, that's too much. Well, it's not always going to be a sunset though. Right. To you, to and you know, I have one. The clowns of the sundown. Uh, yeah. If you okay. got any, if you've got anything you want to throw into the mix, I'm. You might hear me do it at three o'clock in the afternoon. I just want to be a little marketing because I don't know. You know, we've bought some billboards. I don't know if you've seen I, them around town. I didn't spend any money. Yeah, on. and uh, you know, the company might go crazy. They might buy more. Who knows you if this so? if this works? Because billboards are the kind of instant advertising that that make people. We need more merch. You know, I and we're gonna like sell we'll some merch. Call it. Go ahead, caller. You're up. Yeah, if you hear us, you're on. We don't have a screener in All here. Right, well, All right. Uh, what'd you learn this week? This week, I you look tired. You worked hard this week. Thank you. I, I I learned that Devo did a cover of of uh, Rolling Stones. I never knew that. I did actually. not know that. I don't know how I never heard that uh, cover. Oh my God, it's so great. You know what Devo's thing was? They used to take popular songs. Well, they had original songs too, and the whole thing was Devo. Devo is short for de-evolution. Okay. So the, what they would do is take songs and deconstruct them to their basic components. That's why that's so basic and primal, that version of Satisfaction. Hmm. So they did that with all of their music, made it kind of computerized and de-evolved, deconstructed. So. Yeah, I mean, that's what I learned. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what else earlier in the week that, that we did. We did the kink thing, and yeah, I'm probably into that. Actually, honestly, watching that woman rub on JR's... <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, what? chest. Yeah. Um, Did you see the pictures, I Justice? I didn't. Oh, well, let I me, tried uh, to tune in, but I was too late. Let me help you. <laughs> let me help you here. I started getting... Oh, Go ahead. Damn. What were you telling me? Tell me what you were feeling. No, Julie. I was like, Man, this is kind of <laughs> hot. Like, I actually kind of thought, like, even though it wasn't me. Yeah, did you For some reason, because I knew he oh was... <laughs> I knew that JR was kind of getting something from, from it, <laughs> <Wow>. you know? <laughs> <laughs> like I know, I got a shot of yeah. you writhing in ecstasy, Chewy. Of, like you're just leaning back, That's you're, you're hog tied in between and pleasure you're... and pain. <laughs> I'll send that to you. Yeah, you had an Thank awkward. You. Uh... Post that on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Caller, what did you learn this week? Go ahead, Austin. Hit me. Oh, you know what? I'm the dummy here. Uh, Austin, okay. go ahead. Yeah, you are. Hey, man. Hey, what's up? Yeah, what's going on? on? What's up? Uh, so just you know, I learned that Dale has something against 
Kane's chicken fingers. What's his deal with Kane? Oh, man, that's a long that's story. That's a long story. Know. He's told it. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, listen, it's nothing against the food. It's a fine product. Uh, it's just, um, how can I put it? It's just personal, man. Yeah. He's got a personal, personal. beef. I mean, you, you can say oh, that as like. The best, though. It has to do with. His, a, a, a certain yeah. maybe. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know like what I'm, I'm at liberty, liberty to say. Yeah, what I the agree. Hell's going I agree. On, so. yeah, no, but yeah, nothing know, against. That's a fine product. Uh, and I'll a just fine have company. to listen until he uh, tells the story. It's one of the fastest growing companies in the nation, I heard. Right. No, but that's oh, why yeah. you have to well, listen longer. We think they're delicious. Absolutely. Right. I'd love to have some. I think it's the sauce. Appreciate it, Austin. I'm sorry yeah. we couldn't get into that. No, Mark. it's not our place. Mark, hit us up. What's up, man? Baboons in the afternoon. Baboons. Yeah, I, I got afternoon. goons in the yeah. afternoon already. Okay. I feel like you're you're hijacking mine, and we're not baboons. No. Okay, my wife's going to. Uh, she don't like y'all anyhow because you're. Uh, she says y'all were taking over my life, and uh-huh. uh, yeah. Well, wait, how are we taking over your life? Why she's so? Why she's so codependent? Oh. She doesn't have you any hobbies what? or anything. Get her, get her in a bowling league or something. Y'all all talked to her yesterday. Oh, okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah okay. So you're on a book club because you're slacking off on your uh, and on now, your and on now your you're calling duties. us instead of talking to her. I don't want to talk to her. I'm camping out right now, I'm sitting with her, camping out. Are, in are you putting it down in in the, in the bedroom? What's the deal? Like, why is she not? Why is she angry? You don't get to do stuff outside of there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You want to ask her? She said no. I, she I mean, you don't want to talk to her. Why do you think I want to talk to her? I don't want to get her fired up. It's Valentine's Day. You guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah what do you on, pick man. I mean, come on. It's her day. Love bro. on each other. and It's nothing but love, brother. All right. All right tell her happy Valentine's Day from us. Uh, uh, baboons in the afternoon. Have her tie you up. Oh, wait. <laughs> she laughed. Did you hear her in the background? <laughs> yeah. Did you hear her? All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. yeah. We got to go. We can tell. All right. Lee, what do you got, bro? Hey, Chewy. Wheelbarrow hey, Walls. Wheelbarrow man. 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 Hey, Bob Father, Penis Daniel man. Justice. Hey, way to end up in, uh, Friday, man. Thanks, oh, man. Thanks. Appreciate it. Well, it's been a, a good week. I'm not trying to jinx anything, but it's been, yeah, it's been exciting. Yeah, stick with goons in the afternoon, Bob Father. Okay, all right. All right. I'm going to get that yeah. on, I'm going to try to get that on the next Appreciate billboard. It. Yeah, that, you, know, you know, that's two votes already for goons. David, what do you got to say, brother? Oh, yeah. Like I used to listen to you guys, and C.J. Morgan was probably the funniest part. Do you guys miss having him? You know he wouldn't do this if Dale was here. No, if Dale was here, he he would be so angry. (laughs) Dale be so angry. Come in here so you can promote Amber's show coming up. But you can't say who you are or who you work yeah, with. Yeah, you don't get to say uh, what you do at all. You're you're a persona. And we're gonna take a call first. Caller. You're persona non grata. Yeah, love you, love the show. We know. What's up? Uh, How about in your dome on the way home? That's not too bad. I'll work on that. I think that's got some possibility. You mean in your head? Yeah. In right. in, in your right. dome on the way home. All right. I'm writing it down. I'm gonna work on that. Appreciate it, it sir. All we right, own I'm the writing. rights to that now and you don't get any money for right, it. Right, we own it now. Yes. Not even credit. Mm-mm. Caller. So this is Alex. I wanna know if we can kick him out for smelling. Can we kick him out for being sick? Uh you talking about plane rules? Yeah. Uh, it's going to get weird as this coronavirus thing gets a little more prevalent uh, and it gets in to the closer to this, uh, you know, our country. That's tough because uh, it's going to be tough, man. I I suspect when people like when I see a lot more people 
I traveled last weekend, and I saw a lot more people in the airport with masks. Yeah. And I'm not sure if they're wearing masks. The mask should be designated whether you're protecting yourself from germs or whether you have germs and you're protecting other people. I think there should be those masks should be color-coded. You know what I mean? Okay. I don't know if the person wearing the mask is sick or trying not to be sick. Well, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. How can you tell who's sick and, and who do you decide? That, that's well, they a tough should one know, and then they should put on the – it should be like a red mask if they're sick and a, a green mask or whatever if they're trying not – I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. honor system. People, people. Sometimes article. they wear those masks to keep warm. You're so <laughs> – What's the article you read? Well, uh, they're quarantining people in San Antonio already, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Than we think. It's in San Antonio, so. Yeah, sir, I think we all agree. I We're could all only scared. make that town better. We're all scared. Adam, what do you got to say, man? Hey, on that way. Hey, come on, Zoe. Hey. hey my, uh, We're speaking for, uh, American. <laughs> what? Oh, I got a question for the Bob Father. Go ahead. Way. Here we go. This is not going to be good. Uh, go ahead. Hey, no, hey dog, hey, dog. Me and my uncle are uh, putting together a 52 Bel Air. What can I get some tires for, dog? <laughs> yeah, what's up? <laughs> I don't know. Go see my friends at Renegade. I don't know. They'll hook you up. Oh, come on, dog. You know, I, I, I don't know, man. Midnight Auto yeah. Supply. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I get. Out. I get my stuff at, at Renegade, or sometimes. I, or a lot of times, I go to Discount Tire, man. No, dog. They don't have stuff for that for a Bel Air. Come on, dog. Oh, you want some white walls? Yeah. Dude, I'm not a car guy. I just play one on TV. Yeah, you don't know. Hey, meet me tomorrow at the Fiesta. I got you. Yeah, down the the flea market, right? Yeah, yeah. They got some white walls down (laughs) there. Thank you, Adam. Thanks, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) All right, caller, what do you got to say, man? Hey, I was thinking, thinking, what about the sundown kids? Yeah, I want something that rhymes, though. Something that's got a little, you know... That I can put on a T-shirt or something, on a billboard. But yeah, yeah I got you. Hey, I don't know it was. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't answer that. I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, I, I don't know. The guy was just called in speaking gibberish. All right, unknown person in the room that cannot be identified. No, we're not doing any. Carissa McAtee. We're not doing any voices. Wow. You got to plug so get it out. Okay, uh, tonight, Amber Bigsby doing her album release party called Teen Mom. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tonight at Fallout Theater, uh, the wonderful, large-breasted Lisa Friedrich will also be there. And uh, a lot of other uh, cool people. You still hitting that? No, unfortunately, I'm not. Oh, man, I'm sorry. (laughs) No Valentine's plans? I mean, that's what happens when you get into a relationship. You stop hitting it. That's why you do it, man, to have less sex. Yeah, right. Except for the Bob Father. Well, and that's, that's, it, tonight, that's the only though. person that not I know. That. This new schedule, man, is just a, just a whole different dynamic. So all of y'all have kind of seemed disappointed by that, where I thought you would be No, excited. no, it's upside. I'll show you my sleep. I, I track my sleep now on my smartphone. Because you would go to bed at like midnight or I used one to sleep four and wake hours. up at four. I yeah. to, I'd sleep four hours a night when I did the mornings, and that was only 28 years. And look, it had no ill effects on my health look at yeah, you go yeah look oh, at yeah. me crap i gotta go billy Osh coming up hey thanks for the plug he's a bad guy <laughs> <laughs> all right should we take some more calls yeah still no date for uh uh thanks uh, thanksgiving what an idiot uh, uh, valentine's yeah, day justice has something justice. going on or she gets i don't her... actually i have no idea what i'm gonna do tonight well so what's home. the deal with that you you don't like uh, to go out and you don't like... Oh, I like to go out. I just don't like people. People? <laughs> okay. All right. I guess I guess I kind of get it. I'm the same exact way. I don't like going out either. 
David, what do you got to say? David, what did you learn this week? Hey, guys. Love you. Love the show. Y'all busting on Wes yesterday at the end of the show. Dude, that was. laughing the most that I have laughed in months on y'all's show. One of, and, and I, I can't remember how it exactly went down, but one of our biggest clients called in unidentified. We didn't recognize his voice at the end of the show, and we started just making fun of him and dogging him about something. I can't remember what it was. It's dangerous. And then all of a sudden he says. Uh, he, he was trying to make a joke so his kid. Oh, well, we gave him crickets. We were giving him wow. crickets, and his kid was in the car, and then he identified himself. And then we go, oh, He's my God. Spots we just sure. stepped in it. Uh, it. It was great, man. Just a, a great moment. That was but, a great uh, moment. We're, we're glad you enjoyed it because I don't think any, any <laughs> yeah, of Yeah, we may have lost the biggest client in the station. <laughs> Thanks, David. We're all fired. Caller, what do you got to say? Hey, it's Jason. Um, I finally found out the difference between Matt and Bob. All right. So oh, I, wait a minute. Wait, Matt Bearden and myself, like sound, yeah. like voice wise. Yeah, because y'all sound very. Yeah. Similar, see, people but... say that, but here in the room, I don't think we sound the same. But maybe it has to do with the compression or the uh, the compression or the processing of the signal, and when it comes out of your uh, your radio in your car, or whatever, it maybe it, we sound similar. <sighs> but you can definitely hear. Uh, Matt's personality come out. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Right. Uh-huh. I, I love, love the time frame, man. You're, you're in the afternoon. It's great. No, uh, us in the afternoon, it's great? Yeah, I like it. I I switched to y'all but instead of 101X because you're just way more funny. Okay. All right. All right. Well, we'll, we'll accept that. that. We'll take that as a win. I don't think anyone would disagree. Thanks. I think he was. Was he putting me down? I I couldn't. Tell. I don't know. I can never tell. He I said tell. you don't have a personality. <laughs> no, he said Maybe Matt he had a personality, or yeah, he, he didn't he knew. say anything about yours though. Oh, is that is that what the put down was? Maybe. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Caller, uh, who do you want to put down? They're cashing them checks though. I hope it's justice. We need to bring her down a bit. Caller. All right. You don't get a chance. Caller, you're up now. Hit us with it. What do you got? Oh, yeah. Just want to throw my hat in the ring for goons in the afternoon. Love y'all and happy Valentine's All right. That'll be the next billboard. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you. Let's go to Ben. Ben. Hey, fellas and uh, Justice. Uh, Minor thing, but uh, I've had to adjust my listening habits uh, moving to the afternoon. So I'm a combination of podcast and live and tune in. Is there any way we can get the TuneIn app updated to where it's not a picture of uh, the afternoon show or previous afternoon show? And yeah, I don't know if that's even up to us. I don't even know who owns yeah, you're TuneIn. Call, have to call TuneIn. I think you have one. to call the TuneIn Corporation. You're just going to have to deal USA. with USA. What do you got going on? What, what's, what's in your life? What, what's going on? What are you doing for Valentine's? Uh, my uh, significant other, she doesn't uh, partake of Valentine's, and she's Oof. serious about so it. So you she's didn't better. get anything? And you believe me? Tell me she loves me on February thirteenth, and uh, or the fifteenth, then the fourteenth. And there's not going to be any repercussions tomorrow. Yeah, she keeps it real. No, she is uh, serious about it. She is very anti-organized uh, uh, holidays. What? Uh, how old are y'all? I just turned forty. Okay. Mm. All right. But will there be? Will there? Will there be any love in the afternoon? Oh, okay. But she doesn't like these Hallmark, what I call Hallmark holidays. Yeah, man-created holidays. I know. I feel like the pressure sometimes is like, why do I have to do it tonight? Why can't I do it tomorrow night? I don't know. You know, it's like, uh, well, my wife doesn't put any pressure. She doesn't even, she's still working. Well, thank you, sir. I'm sorry your marriage is dead. Call her. I'm going to have an exciting Valentine's like justice. What? Probably nothing. 
I don't do you know. Got? I mean, you think a marriage is dead because they don't celebrate Valentine's Day? No, it was no. just a joke. But, I mean, I don't know. Sometimes, I don't know, after like 10, 15 I mean, they, years, you think the magic said, is still there? Well, they said they're still making love. That's not, you know... You know, they're just, rut- the, they're just uh, rutting. You know what I'm saying, Javier? This guy knows what I'm talking about. Uh, Javier. Disgusting Look at Javier animal. smiling over there. Our audience right. of one. We lost All right. a caller because I was this talking. We're wrapping it up. we got to get out of here. and, and uh, We'll take this caller and then Justice wants to plug something. Caller, what do you got to say? God, everybody's got a plug today. <laughs> hey, I had, uh, I've got an afternoon tagline. Okay, go ahead. I'm right. ready. It better be good. What, a, what about the afternoon platoon? I like it. Ooh. We'll see what I can do with that. It's only because he's wearing camo right now. Uh, Thank you, sir. You mm. see, the other day I wore two kinds of camo in one outfit. That's a bit much. I had red camo and yeah. green camo. There's, we're nowhere near a war at all. <laughs> that <was fun. laughs> at, wait, what was that one again? Afternoon uh, platoon. With, with, yeah, the afternoon platoon. That's not bad. Uh, Justice, you wanted to That's plug me. a short film? Is that what it was? Yeah, so it was a short film I worked on a couple years ago. I did the makeup for. It's called Fetish. And it's on Amazon Prime. Um, I definitely recommend watching it on a big screen, not on your phone, not on your laptop. It has to be big and loud. Short film. And I'm not going to say if it's porn or not, Mm. but um, you'll have to watch it. You can't give us a synopsis at all. Where can we find it? It's a love story. It's on uh, Prime. Prime on Amazon Prime. Is there a hardcore section in Amazon Prime? I don't know. I, I think there, there's places that already have that on on hmm. lock. I mean, we don't need. Yeah, Amazon you can find it. it if you really want. I mean, you know, they'll have it. Yeah, so it was called. It's called fetish. It's called fetish. Watch it alone. Watch it with your partner, your friends, your family. So your tell mom. me what what role did you play in, in this? Was it an actual role or oh, director? I, makeup? Well, I did makeup and just like creative directed and. Um, I mean, helps. I wasn't. I'm in the credits, okay. and I'm in. Uh, I'm an extra in just one scene. You can ah. try to spot me. This is what you want to do. You want to do more acting and, and different things like that. Yeah, I mean, whatever I can. Okay. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, great.